All right. Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club Stop and Chat today. Oh, we have a very special, special, special returning guest. Mr. Mikey Taylor <laughs> is back with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, dude. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> what's going down, man? Ah, uh, life. Listen, the last time we talked to you, it was uh, it was a it was over Zoom. Oh yeah, you guys were pressing me on my new office that was empty. Remember? Yeah, uh, how's oh, it going yeah. now? Is it full? Or st- it's full. Okay. Yep, it's full. Cool. Uh, I'm now out of the home office into the real office again. So that's, that's nice. right. You were in your home office. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the office is full. That's a good sign. Yeah, the house is full. The house is full. <laughs> <laughs> Got the, the seriously the real life Brady bunch over here. Ah, we do. Yeah, we're scaling. It's a, you're scaling. <laughs> I love that everything, even in his family life, turns into a business yeah. thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how's it how's it going, man? Listen, full time, you know, guy. <laughs> I don't even know what to call you. I, you know? I have a hard time telling. Yeah, I, when I introduce myself to people, I well, I you should say you're like a business uh, TikToker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you do a lot of la- you do a lot of that. That's coming, you know? with, the, that's coming with the territory, right, right? Right. It's yeah, it's a part of it. Yeah. And I, I think it. we talked about it in the last time you were here. But I like, just started using it. Okay, time. no, okay. Well, you were doing a lot of Instagram stuff, mm-hmm. so basically same thing. I mean, TikTok is definitely it's like surpassing YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff like this. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we talked about it though, is because you went from like skateboarding. You have a fa- fan base for skateboarding, right? <laughs> yeah. How have you seen this? Now I remember. We were talking about how difficult it was taking an audience that liked me as a skateboarder, shifting it to the next, the backlash. That's what the conversation was. It was a lot of that. But listen, it's been maybe, you know, it's been quite a while. Yeah. Right. So how is that going? What have you seen? Um, What have you felt Mm. by that? You know, because I'm sure, listen. Good question. We're all skateboarders, right? You're going to be a skateboarder for the rest of your life. And yep. we live, breathe, drink, bleed it. That's right. So I'm sure anytime something happens with that, it it affects you in a certain yeah. way, you yeah. know? Yeah. You don't want to lose that. Well, I, so there's, I think there's a couple things to it, right? One, bringing up TikTok. TikTok was actually the game changer for me Seriously? so far. Yeah. Because it was the first platform that I was able to build, not as the skater. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I was able to start from scratch. So, uh... You know, it's all financial focused. I have, I don't know, 500,000 followers Ooh, on it, right? Okay. Wow. And they're not skaters. Right. So every once in a while, I'll post a clip and the comment, like somebody will leave a comment. And they'll go, does anyone here know that this dude used to be a pro skateboarder? And right, everyone's like, right. what? No way. Right. Then you, you know, <laughs> compare that to Instagram and it's shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, that part's different. But what, what I'll say from Instagram, this is kind of what I'm realizing. Uh, I still have the fall off. I think that okay. will be here probably forever, right. right? There's a group that have kind of gone through the first two years of, in my perspective, the questioning it. Like, mm. what is this dude talking about? Is this yeah. for real? Is right. this just a new... And then I was able to get past that. Like, okay, shit, maybe this is for real. I'll, I'll keep listening. Okay. So then I have a, like a group of skaters now that are like, dude, I'm stoked you're talking about money. Like, I don't know what this is. 
Uh, you have another group that I think is still waiting for me to stop talking about money and get back to skating. So it's a, it's a hodgepodge, man. It's a, it's a yeah, bunch of different funny. people. I could imagine. Well, keep doing what you're doing because I think it's rad. Thank I you. think yes. that yes. any Definitely. type of information that you could provide to somebody, mm. even if they use it or not, you know, it's still information. You could still retain that. Maybe they'll use it later in life. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I think like even if even if it's a piece that creates a thought, for you to go, damn, I never thought of it that way. And then to like create some type of interest to then go learn outside of what I'm doing, I think that's a huge win, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. But something you <laughs> something you said about, you know, how does it feel to get, you know, shut that up, you're stupid, <laughs> yeah. right? What I've noticed is it's a lot easier, easier for me to take criticism doing this than it was when I was skating. Uh, Criticism in what you're doing or just because you're transitioning? No, uh, this is what I mean. Skating for me felt very personal. It was Mm. like, this is the way I skate. And express yourself. That's right. And you are judging the way I do tricks, right? It it was hard for me to take criticism there. With this, it's not that hard because if you're criticizing what I'm saying, it's just a different view of an actual topic that really has nothing to do with me right, right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're right. we're talking about like you know apartment buildings better than storage units very easy for you to say dude you're a moron why do you think that way oh well this is why here's my thoughts here's their thoughts it's a easier conversation gotcha right? I, I noticed on your instagram i think it's mostly your instagram or you no, it's Instagram. Okay. TikTok. You, you'll, you'll snap back at people, dude. And I love seeing that. I yeah. love seeing because at skateboarding, people don't really do that too often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, that's I thought, right. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think, too, like what, what I get more than anything isn't that what I'm saying is wrong. It's that I shouldn't be saying what I'm saying. Right. Right. I get that more than anything. You shouldn't be saying this. You're just a skater. Okay. You shouldn't be talking about money. You're not a financial planner, right? So more than anything, my response is always, dude, please just argue the point because I'm either saying truth or I'm not. That's that's the only option. Yeah. Yeah. But when like you're coming at me from like a place of you're not allowed to be saying that, then we can't even have a conversation. Yeah. That's true. You know? That's true, right. And what do they know what you don't? What, what, what do they know what, that you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're... Yeah. Yeah. You're in that world. Yeah. As far Who, as your success, too. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Really, yeah. Like, you don't know what's going on. I'm telling you certain things and I'm asking questions. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, if you were saying all this and you didn't have anything to back it up, then I'd be like, okay, why is he saying yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That yeah, would be a joke. Yeah. 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 Like, just playing, guys. Just, <laughs> this last five years, I was just messing with you. Yeah. Back to doing trade flows. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like me. If I started doing financial stuff, yeah. listen, I. I you make a decent living, but I have no, by any means, no right to talk about financial success. Right. You know, because I haven't experienced that. Yeah. Well, I, I hear what you're it. saying. I hear Working what you're saying. But you know what? You know what? You know what I've seen a lot of people doing, which mm. I think is cool. It's not just in finance, it's with everything, but they'll start basically moving into trying to figure something out. Let's mm-hmm. just use finance for, sure, the, sure. for the topic. And then they'll kind of create content around, hey guys, I'm trying to figure this out. You want to take ah. this journey with me? This is what I learned today. And it's almost this like walk with them instead of this, this is how it is type sure. of uh, yeah. relationship. Yeah. And dude, I think you're seeing that resonate more than, you know, somebody just saying this is what this is. Totally. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. You know, so yeah. if you want to ever go down that path, man, like this is business. This is how to do a podcast. Like, let's figure this out. But also right. you got to, you got to look at it in two ways too, right? There's a, there's a way that you could do it that is not actually telling people what, what's going on. Yeah. Like you're not 
telling them like absolutes unless you're mm-hmm. completely sure about that. But there's also the entertainment factor too. You know, you you know that uh, that guy on YouTube, Graham. Yeah, Stefan. Graham. So right, he's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, he right. Is. He's a smart dude. He does all these stuff, but his YouTube videos are entertaining. I'll watch them sometimes. Yeah. you know, to get a. So there is two sides to that. I think yeah. it's the entertainment and information. That's right. You know, because a lot of people that are watching those videos probably aren't taking his advice or doing what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. But it's fun to watch. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, I think content at uh, maybe there's more than two ways to look at content, but couldn't you argue that it's either entertainment or education? That's the only two reasons to follow somebody. Sure. And if you can blend the two, then you're Whoa. probably a rock star, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That work for That's sure. the truth. That's the truth. So, what is going on, bro? <laughs> let's talk let's talk Mikey Taylor. All right. You know, what do you want to hear? What's your day to day? You know, the kids want to know when was the last time you skated. Oh, uh, actually, I skated. Uh, I went to P Rod's Park last week. Ah, oh, how was it? it? Have you been there? Yeah, it's amazing. It's unreal. So, yeah, it's so it's unreal. It's like First a state of the art fucking skate park. It's unbelievable. Really have you been there is. yet? Yeah, it was it last is week. Unbelievable. Though. I was like, dude, why didn't you do this when we were kids? When you used to complain <laughs> about your uneven ground with uh, twenty layers of paint on it? I'm like, yeah. dude, this. Yeah. <laughs> Even me and my craziness, who used to love to complain, I can't complain about this. This is like perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, the ground is so good. Oh, you got the LED yeah. lights. You could change the mood oh, in there. Like, it's insane. It's beautiful. He goes. He goes, dude. Like I'm just saying, there's like insane Wi-Fi. I got this whole lounge. If you want to just come work here, then maybe you could skate with me for a little bit. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you're maybe I can come back, dude. Yeah, maybe I can. <laughs> a little recovery zone in the back. Dude, it's unbelievable Bro, with I, a cryo I, and workouts. Yeah, oh, God. Psycho. P-Rod is the, he's that guy. He is. He really is. He is. Um, so, my day-to-day. Uh, well, wait, let me ask you a question. Was uh, there anybody skating there? No. Oh, you were solo. Yeah, well, I wasn't solo. Every every month, the first Thursday of every month, mm-hmm. uh, me, Malto, P-Rod, Drama, and Atlas get together. Okay. And we smoke a cigar. Sure. And we talk about business yeah. and life. It's like a, I don't know what you want to call that. Uh, Just a speak. Well, mastermind. Yeah. Team smokes. building, yeah. team building yeah. exercise. Yeah. 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 So we do that every Thursday, uh, every first Thursday of the month. And then we did it at Paul's Park. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you find a different location each time? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because what we were saying, like when Jerron went there, you were saying, or wait, was, was it you or somebody else? That was like, there were so many oh, no, it was fucking... Dan- it was Daniel Scales' birthday, and I didn't know that they were just inviting everybody, oh, and it was a star-studded okay. event. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, all these people, and you probably know them, too. I mean, yeah. just Shane and all these, I mean, um, you know, Carlos Ribeiro, and I mean, are you... No, if I went during that, I would, would just watch, probably. I was going to say. Yeah, and <laughs> look, this could be insecurity talking, totally. but, like, I don't skate enough to want to skate the way I feel comfortable with the public watching, yeah. right? If no one knew who I was and I was right. never like a pro skateboarder, then I wouldn't go skate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, dude, everyone's like, dude, look at this dude. And you're like, can't even freaking do anything anymore. It's just, Did you see Mikey feel, Taylor here the other day? Yeah. <laughs> By the guy you know? grind. And I, I, got there, I got there a little early, so I feel you on that. Uh, but I was like, at least I got to kind of warm up before yeah. everybody got there. Because yeah. if I would have just walked into this shit, I would have been like, damn, bro, I, would, I wish you would have told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're like trying to back till the ledge. It's like, yeah. takes you like 20 right. tries. You're like, wow, this guy really fell off. You're like, yeah, dude, yeah. but even though that's not their conversation, that's in your own head. It's in your own head. It's all, yeah, it's always where our own, own worst enemy sure yeah. sure sure yeah. sure so yeah i didn't have to worry about that okay okay yeah. perfect yeah. 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 perfect yeah and so, then my daughter is just now starting to want to mess around on skateboard oh, oh. Beautiful. so oh, yeah. how old she's nine. Oh. 
So that, uh, you know, she's like, take me to the skate park. And she did a little skate camp. And so that could be the thing that gets skating back into like at least a routine of mine. But it's not a routine. I mean, I see you, you know, you and Guy taking the kids. Like, yeah, dude, if I get to that point, maybe. Yeah. You know, well, my kid's yeah. not really taken to it just yet. He's like, you know, dabbling. Yeah, I don't think he's like around friends that are doing it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. You yeah. know how friends and that session you guys did out front. That was a funny show. Oh, that that looked fun. That, that looked was, really fun. It was great. definitely. Yeah, got a lot of love for that. I do. What well, looked, yeah. looked, looked fun? looked yeah. fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like ideal dad moment. <laughs> it was. That was definitely a real dad moment. <laughs> uh, so day to day, you wake up. Uh, I assume you get on the phone. You go sort through emails. Maybe make some breakfast. Well, yes. I try not to. I try not to start. Try not to start the workday till nine. Is what I try what, to do. When, when are you waking up? Seven? Six? Uh, yeah, between six okay. and seven. Okay. Um, and we have a little guy, so like he's up early. So my morning is I let Jen sleep. Mm. Uh, I wake up with him. I make him breakfast. Uh, we have a little hang, which is really him just jumping around and <laughs> trying to follow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, and then I do uh, I do like a devotional every morning, trying to get like me in the the zone of being appreciative and you okay. know figuring out my purpose for the day, etc. And then the workday typically starts at nine. Um, we have calls throughout the week, and there's a few scheduled calls. Uh, third, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday all start at nine. Mm. So if I can get into the office by nine, I'll start it there. If I can, I'll do the first one from my sure. office room. Got you. Got yeah. you. How far is the office? It's close. Ten, ten minutes. Oh, eight minutes. Good. Oh, good. We're in the. I mean, you don't know my area very well, but mm-hmm. we're in the old K Swiss building. Oh wow. Yeah, oh. K Swiss headquarters used to be in Westlake. Okay. Yeah, so we're in their building. Wow. We just moved in. We sold our office over summer. And just moved into a new space. So we're like, it's temp space. We're building out a whole kind of office right now. Oh, small and, team in there right now? I'm sorry. No, please. Uh, in the temp space, uh, there's about, gosh, nine of us in there. Okay. Or so. Mm, Sick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, is this just for your business? Mm. Oh, okay. K-Swiss. Well, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm picturing a huge, picturing a huge four-block building. Okay, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Open the door, right? It's yeah, a yeah, ma- it's a ma- it's a big building. Okay. Uh, we our, our last building we sold, so we owner occupied. Uh, we put the gains that we made from that into apartments, not uh, back into office, and now we're leasing space out of the old K-Swiss building. Okay. So we're occupying just under nine thousand feet. Ah, okay. Got you. For us. Got you. So there's other people in the office. Okay. Ah, wow. shared. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We thought you acquired the whole oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Guys. listen, I, in my mind, I'm uh, like, God damn, yeah. this dude just bought a full <laughs> yeah. 20 story building. Yeah, not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. There you go. I like that. Not yet. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, but th- that's pretty much my consistent. It's pretty much Monday through Friday mm-hmm. at the office. Mm-hmm. What we were talking about earlier is I'm starting to do, you know, more speaking engagements where I'm traveling. If we're going to look at properties, most of our properties aren't by us, so there's travel involved with that. Gotcha. Uh, when we're doing capital raises that aren't done digitally, uh, I might be kind of dra- driving around more than being in the office, but because everything's digital right now, most of that's been done at the office as well. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, are you still uh, doing the Zoom thing? Are you still doing the Zoom meeting? Yeah. There's a part of me that, I don't that, like, that's over it completely. I'm, I'll just jump on it with my phone. 
Because I don't want to sit there and t- with my camera and do all yeah. that stuff. Look, I think a, if we have a conversation, just call me. Yeah. I feel you. I totally yeah. feel you. I don't like the Zoom stuff. I've never liked it, but I'm a people person. I want to be in front of people. I even told you the last time. I was like, okay, guys, I understand. We're like a month into COVID, but like, I want to see you guys. Let yeah, me know yeah, when we yeah, can yeah, do this. Yeah, for you sure, know? for sure. So, it, like, I have, like, I get fired up when I'm around people. Like, yeah, if I get to go spend the day with dubs, there's a new energy that's coming out as opposed to me talking to them on the phone, right? Oh, totally. And so, like when we're out raising capital, I, at least from a metric standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do better when I'm in front of somebody. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. And like, sure. that wasn't an option, but it's starting to be, uh, but what we're kind of dealing with now, we have a lot of people coming in digitally, right? Mm. They'll see my TikTok, they'll mm-hmm. see my Instagram, they'll make their way onto our website, they'll schedule a call. And so a lot of our investors coming in are leads, I don't even know them. Right. That's so, great. so Zoom has been uh, uh, cool on that, yeah, that front. Yeah. Now, wait, wait, listen, somebody new is coming in. You don't know them, right? They came through, like you said, social media channels. Yeah. Are you, are you sitting there? <laughs> listen, listen. Go. I don't know why you're laughing, Go. but listen. Go. You could judge a lot by the person. Or, you know what I mean? Like, are they in the suit and like all? Are they like putting on a show? I should say. Oh, are they? You know, oh, I thought yeah. you were going to ask me, are, do you look like this when you're pitching these guys? <laughs> I can imagine that you okay, just dress normal, normal so, right? But but the person, they're trying to make a good impression. They're trying to, are you sitting there like this dude? Yeah. On, like, no, it's all you, over It's all over the place. Okay, like, okay. Skateboarders hit you up on there? Sometimes skaters do. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's all over the place, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, hmm. skate, it's skateboarders. It's a lot of, there's more other athletes, actually, oh. believe it or not, that hit me up than skaters. Okay. Um, and then there's like entrepreneurs or sales guys. Mm. The, the the best one, the, this so this will this will spell it out. Uh, we get on a Zoom call with this guy. He's 65 years old. Oh, lives in Arkansas, right? And he found me from TikTok, right? So he's <laughs> like he's like Mikey. I watch your TikToks every night, 15 minutes. I send them to my kids. Like you are my guy when it comes to financial literacy on TikTok, right? Wow. And he owned this business out there. He was about to sell it, make, make a ton of money, right? Uh, never met him, popped up from TikTok, right? Wow. And then we get, like, dude, what's cool is, uh, what, what's starting to happen more and more now is we're getting a lot of people who used to skate, never pro skateboarders, but just grew up skating, mm-hmm. that then like started a business or did something, sold their business, like, dude, uh, you do real estate. I knew you from skateboarding when I was a kid. Like, I'd love to talk. Amazing. Yeah. Wow, and so, it, yeah, I would say the coolest part is seeing skaters mm. uh, make their way into other elements of whatever you want to call it, business sure. or life, but still, like, yeah, you know, have, yeah, that's right. Like a fan. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It goes back yeah. again, skaters supporting skaters. It's another right. thing that, you know, yeah. you, especially if you're doing something that, that's resonating to uh, apparently a lot of people outside of skateboarding with inside of skateboarding but just to see like skaters kind of be, just being like dude let me let me hit him up dude let yeah. me see what's it's cool man yeah. well, it's cool i noticed that you're you're for advertising or not advertising i guess but uh marketing uh for real estate like there's a certain type of real estate you're you're getting involved with like with the storage units or something like that yeah we have three different portfolios okay. so call it offerings uh, one is apartment buildings, one is storage, and then we have a lending portfolio as well. We basically act as the bank for commercial real estate. Okay. So it will always be one of those three, but lately I've been pushing storage because we're uh, uh, we're getting ready to we're raising capital. And it's coming to an end, mm. coming to a close. So I've been, okay. You know, okay. Let's get this in. Let's get this in. Let me right. break the checkbook. Up. You know. How much do you? <laughs> but what, what do you see about the storage? 
This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What do you see about storage that's like gonna be big? Everybody needs storage. Well, storage, so before I answer that, I'll tell you a funny question. I've been investing in storage a long time. Okay. And when I was skating, I used to tell everybody about it. Chris Cole, Paul, Mike Moshon, you guys got to invest in storage, right? And seriously, none, they all thought it was like the dumbest thing. They're like, dude, this sounds so boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. P-Rod, finally, like after like the third time of me saying to it, P-Rod ends up investing in storage. This was years ago. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then now there's a, there's a lot more skaters that are kind of slowly starting to come around. But storage, it's a boring thing. Like, I don't know. Most people are not into storage because I just don't think it sounds sexy. Doesn't sound inviting. No, or, you know, what's like boring about it though? I mean, like uh, honestly, if your money is, if you can get the money back, what's boring? Most about, uh, okay. Yeah, if the numbers don't yeah, lie, yeah. Like, what's, oh. Okay, so yeah. I hear you guys. I 100% <laughs> agree with you. I just want the I want the money or I want the return, right? You'd be surprised how most people that's actually not the case. M- most people want like a talking point, mm. and they want a conversation built around their f- friends of something that sounds exciting. So if like you add something where people are gonna go, what the heck is that? Yeah. Oh. And you have the option to make money, people like that. You so know? what do you do? I um, storage units. Okay, anyway, um, what else do you do? <laughs> yeah, so whatever. I, well, what I found is like, I like it and I think it's exciting. So I think mm. maybe people are like, oh wow, this guy's like really hot on storage. Okay, okay. Well, tell me about it. Uh, the reality is, and now we go into the boring stuff, people don't like getting rid of things. Like yeah. we are okay. hoarders by nature. And so why I like storage, I've liked it in the past, is when times are really good, we don't want to get rid of things. And when times are bad, and maybe there's a moment where we have to go through some type of transition or, or downsize, it's typically viewed as temporary. Mm-hmm. And so we need to put that stuff somewhere till we get back and then we pick up our stuff again. So what you see with storage, and I think why I've liked it so much, is it does well regardless of the cycle you're in. Oh. Downturn, it, it's like one of the most recession resilient uh, asset classes. Right. And for me, like being a skater, like, I don't know, my view is always, uh, what can I invest in that won't go away? Because I was so counting on sure. that investment being there when the sponsors went away. Yeah, and yeah, storage yeah. was just one that was just 
always there. I get it. I you get know? it. It makes sense. But it's not as yeah. creative, right? It's like you go to a, a storage unit and you're right. like, okay, there's like, what, a thousand garage doors here? Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> this yeah, isn't yeah. that cool where like an apartment building or like what Kevion does, like mm-hmm. these really cool designed homes, like there's way more creativity. It's a little bit more... Like we call it sexy. It's just, sure. it's more beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Storage units, you're getting lights that turn on by themselves when you walk down the aisle. You <laughs> like know? we say, like, dude, air conditioned storage. Yeah, that's like, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are like, okay. Wow. <laughs> you know? If people want to invest with you, is there a certain amount of money they have to invest? We talked about it last time, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, you had to be actually worth a certain amount or something investor. like that, accredited investor. Yeah. But you were also talking about how you could, you were working on ways to, not have that be yeah the it case. looks it looks like we're four months out on it it's been so this is a long time in the making i've been working on this for, since 2017 that's crazy wow. Yeah, wow yeah i've been wanting to get rid of this right when i realized that this was going to be an issue okay mm. okay yeah so basically like skating right like we're so used to like a, a really tight-knit community mm. right and like to move into a world that like excludes that community it was like okay well, crap like i'm i'm out here pushing all financial literacy how to invest in things and yet the requirement for people to invest in me is this high right right uh but it was a new offering it was the, this new thing popped up basically in the the 17s job deck the uh new tax incentive mm. bill uh and it was like there was a lot of unknowns. And so we are basically trying to do all our research. Okay, what does this mean to do this? There's going to be a lot more investors now. How do we manage all this? And we're finally there Okay. Uh, where we have basically hired the attorney to basically build it out. Okay, wow. wow. So what does so that- minimum investment goes way, way down. Right. Uh, the requirement of you having to make you know $200,000 a year goes mm-hmm. away. Okay, okay. Uh, and, and so kind of to put it in context. To invest with us, you have to make $200,000 a year yep. as an individual, $300,000 a year as a joint or a net worth of a million dollars, excluding your primary residence, right? Right. And then on top of that, it's a $100,000 minimum investment. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a pretty high hurdle. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, right? but that's there to protect people, right? So for yeah, not them be, just yeah, being, you know, taking it, out loans and putting their vi- house on the line. Yeah, it's viewed as, as a, they use this as the benchmark of financial literacy, okay. right? They just, this is the number. Right. And so, like, what terrifies them, truthfully, is people like me or people like Grant Cardone that use social media, understand marketing, understand uh, a lot of ways to get somebody to perform, right? That's very scary when it comes to investments because a lot of times you don't know what you're investing in. You're not aware of all the risks. And what they're trying to figure out is, like, how do we eliminate somebody from losing money, not knowing what they're actually doing, sure. right? right? And so they basically threw this on there and said, this is the line. Uh, but there's a flaw in that. It's like, dude, I, like we, we have big investors now, right? Like I've met a lot of people that make so much money, have no clue what's going on, right. none at all. Right, they're just throwing None it. at all, they have they're no doing. clue how money works, right? <laughs> and then like I have friends that make 60 grand a year, sharp, right. totally know about investments. It's like, that's just where we're at right now. It's this all over is the, the board. Yeah. Wow. So four months away from this, and then you're going to open it up. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to open it up like full blast? Or are you going to like put a kind of cap or a limit and kind of take it slow? We can raise $75 million a year. And what are those okay. requirements now? That what, it, what we set the minimum investment at mm. is pretty much the requirement, and then they don't want you to invest more than 10% of your net okay. worth, I, I believe, is on, on the Regulation A+. Gotcha. Uh, but, I, dude, what it looks like, now don't hold me to it, 
Right. <laughs> as of right now at this filming, <laughs> what it looks like is a $5,000 minimum investment. Okay. So it'll okay. go way, way down. That's a big that's, difference. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge yeah, difference. Yeah. And it gives people opportunity, <clears throat> you yeah. know, for sure. Yeah. But then on the, other, on the other hand, what we've been really prepping for, right now we have a little under 400 investors. Mm. Dude, this thing's going to go to 10,000. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure, so it's like sure. just the, the management on our end, you know, we had to make sure that everything is in place. and That's heavy. Know, yeah. yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. I mean, this is people. Listen, you, now you're opening it up to the majority of people, and maybe they don't have that much money, you know. And like, this is their yeah livelihood and yeah. their. Mm -hmm. Is that something coming from you specifically SEC. that you're doing? Like, what, what do you mean? Opening it up for people that like don't have as much money to get involved. It's a new offering that we're doing that is. Uh, so there's different types of offerings that basically they allow you to do, and some you can market, some you can't, uh, some you have to be accredited, some you don't. Uh, one thing that I wanted to be able to do was market an investment. And when you market it, then there's a little bit more regulation and why the accredited investor qualification was there. Uh -huh. uh, the regulation A plus was a new offering really that they allowed you to market investment for non-accredited investors. There's other people that have done it. Um, we are going to do it as our company. It basically just means this is how we invest. And now, you know, a different group, I guess, per se, can come in as investors yeah. into what we already do. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think it has a lot with you being a skateboarder and knowing what skateboarding or like, I don't know, younger well, skaters are working with? To tell you the truth, I, I think it has to do with my experience as an investor. Okay. And it's like, you know, a lot of people will say, dude, don't even don't invest if you've only got 10 grand. It's not enough to move the needle, mm. right? For me, my experience when I first started investing, which wasn't that much money. You guys are aware of how much we made, you know, sure. 20 years ago. Sure, sure. Uh, when I saw an investment working, I was so fired up by that. And it built so much new obsession and focus that I wanted to keep doing. And it actually helped with my discipline of like, you know, not spending money and trying to live, you know, way, way below my means, it intensified all that. So like, I I know it worked for me, I want it to work for other people. Right. Where it's like, even if it's five grand, and truthfully, it's not enough to move, move the needle. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. But if it's the thing that gets you fired up yeah. and continue going, well, then it will be. Like something we say in real estate, right? You'll never get rich off your first deal, but you'll always get rich because of your first deal. I think it follows that same suit. Okay. It's like, okay. get in the door and then get to work, you know? Right, yeah, right. Okay. In your opinion, what is enough? And I know it's probably all over the board with different, whatever you're investing in. What is, what, what can move the needle? It's so hard to answer because everybody lives a different lifestyle. I know. Yeah. And probably what you're investing in as well. Like, yeah, so, so look, I know this guy. Uh, Adrian, mm. Adrian Brambilla, he's really big on uh, like affiliate marketing. Okay, right? He makes. I hope he doesn't kill me for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> you could give us a roundabout yeah, or yeah. something. A roundabout. He's say like six figures starts with it's about a, a million. Nine. It's about a million bucks a year. Okay, it's probably okay. probably taken home. Sure. Uh, and a year and a half ago, he decided to basically get the Sprinter. Hmm and start traveling around the nation. And he's a full minimalist. Like he's on this like fire movement, right? Uh, I think he was saying that his monthly expenses were like 1800 bucks a month. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for somebody who's making a million bucks a year, yeah. who's living off 1800, well, gosh, way less than that moves the needle, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So like the most conventional uh, kind of metric to use or that they use is the 4% rule. 
Okay. And it's like you can draw 4% of your portfolio and basically the size of your portfolio will never come down. So, you know, on that metric, it's like you got a million bucks. Well, this is what you get to you get to draw 4% of it. Gotcha. That's what you get to live off of. Okay. Okay. Now you can make more than 4%. Right. You could it, there's different ways to get there, but mm. I think that's the conservative way to look at it. Well, listen, when the when the 4 months is out, maybe uh, you can we can come back and uh oh, talk dude. to you. Do a uh, whole 9 club stuff. investment? Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> Let's go. We got a couple lights we could sell in here. <laughs> yeah. There's some opportunity there for us. Raj, we could go from six cameras down to like two. You can sure. do something here. Yeah, we'll eBay, we'll be eBay a bunch of shit. We we'll start fresh. Here. We'll start <laughs> fresh. Some here. Uh, Just kidding. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Are, have you always been comfortable talking about money? Because no. listen, in skateboarding, it's very tough for, to talk about money, yeah. right? We very all taboo. we could be very close with one another. You'll never talk about how much this deal was or how much you're getting from this sponsor or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty tight-lipped, you know? Yeah. And I think people do get uncomfortable talking about money yeah was there a point in time where it just started to become comfortable for you it became more comfortable uh never in skating not once right okay no i felt like you know i had my like group like for like dubs gavin uh paul malt there was a there were certain guys that like were focused in business Mm. that i felt more comfortable with talking but like dude the majority of people no you never actually i don't know if i said this last time but I never said anything about my financial strategy when okay. I was when I was going through skating at all. Uh, Saint Archer, mm-hmm. start Saint Archer. Sure, we sell Saint Archer. Yep. And dude, it's a freaking public thing, right? And at this point, I'm still like trying to be like under the under the uh, whatever you want to call under it. The radar. Yeah, I'm trying to be under the radar. Like, dude, I hope nobody finds out, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I go it to like the talk to, of the town. Bro. It's a big thing. Oh, dude! So I go to Make a Wish Foundation. Freaking Tim O'Connor. This guy's on the mic. Oh, right. You should Gosh. Hit. You and should I walk hit. in, dude. Right. And all of a sudden, Tim sees me, and he goes, "Mikey Taylor, newest millionaire in skateboarding, sold this visible." And I'm like, oh. <laughs> "That's it." That's it. I can't hide anymore. Sure, right? sure, sure. But I still wasn't comfortable. What basically happened is when my career ended, right, I was in a very different situation than most of my friends. And I truthfully, I hoped to be in this position. It was different than what I thought it was going to be as well, especially being young. And I kind of felt guilty in a lot of regards. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was almost this like survivor's guilt yes. feeling to it. And I was like trying to figure out why I felt this way and then really where the guilt stemmed from I think is that I had somebody come in come, come into my life when I was young and helped me build out a plan helped me build out this discipline and ultimately I had the pathway to go do it right and I felt like because I was so scared of saying something to my friends then my fear stopped them from being able to participate in some of this stuff as yes. well gotcha. and so uh I think it was that realization where I went, you know what? I'm doing more harm than good being uncomfortable talking about money. So I was like, shit, I'm just going to start talking about it. And I was like, here we go. And it started with freaking social media, dude. It was like, we really jumped off the bridge. Oh my gosh. I freaking jumped all the way off. Right. And it was just like, (laughs) I don't even remember what my first post was about finance, but I just basically went for it. Here, world, here you go. Wow. You know, but what I noticed is- It's a release though, sometimes. It was, but but talking about it on social is different in, in with somebody, right. you know, in person. Right. Like if I'm with like one of you individually, totally easy. Yeah. But like, dude, I was in Texas three weeks ago at, at uh, fin- this big financial conference. And we're at this house and there's like, you know, 20 people around. 
And one of the guys there was a filmer and he was filming like this, all these like financial influencers, right? Okay. And you know, the day's done, we're sitting in the jacuzzi and he goes, hey, can I ask you how much money you make? <laughs> right? For like 20 people. <laughs> Damn. And I found, I, I felt uncomfortable. I was okay. like, dang, should I say? You know what I'm saying? And, and I think it's just programmed in us to like not want to make, well, I think there's good and bad with it, right? It's like, you don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. You don't want to have, make somebody feel this idea that like you are doing better than them, right? Mm -hmm. So I understand that one. I think that point's valid because okay. like there is a part where that's a problem, right? Sure. Yeah. But then on the other end, it's like if, if, we're, if we're never talking about money, is there a point where we're all being held back by it? Like we used to talk about this in the skate industry, right? Like you never talked about how much you made, yeah. right? Yeah. If no one knows how much other skaters are making, who who does that give the control to? The yeah. skater the or gauge. the company? Yeah, yeah. Not the skater. That's, a, that's right. Yeah, it, gives, right. it gives more control to the company yep. to keep their expenses down, right? Right. And so I think in some ways, like it would probably do us good start talking about money and not make it so taboo and just go, dude, this is what I make. Well, so it this is what I spent. This is what I'm investing in. How are you doing? How can we get that up? How can we get this down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, at the same time, too, it would expose those companies, too, as to their kind of pricing tier, yeah. quote unquote, you know? Dude, like dude. what you're worth or what they think it's you're free worth. free market, baby. Just yeah. a real free market. I was tripping. I was talking to Mike Mo a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I was just like, how much money were you making at DC? And he dropped it. Yeah. I, and yeah. I was blown the fuck away. Yeah. Just because you... Just us sitting here, you never think, I made a certain amount, you never think you were a friend making that much money. You know, My keeps partaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys weren't acting like you were this crazy rich group of people. No, and what I say about Mike Mo, Mike Mo, uh, one thing I really, really like about him is he doesn't have that problem. Like, he's really good at saying, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very you know, blunt. He, yeah. He's super good about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yep, this is it. Uh, Danny Duncan, if you guys know Danny, he's the mm -hmm. same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, that's how much I made. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Oh, Danny Duncan's uh, killing it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. freaking slaying. <laughs> yeah. <He is> slaying. <laughs> Holy no smokes. Um, have you guys had Danny Duncan on? No, he actually Why? hit me up the other day. You should put him on. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be, be cool. Sure. Yeah. He's smart, too. He's Definitely. like, he's there's a lot more to him than people see. Well, and that's a thing that I would love to get a person like Danny Duncan on the show was because you see him in one light yeah. on YouTube yep. being just a, you know, I don't know how to describe that, a... Uh, you know, his little stunts and his weird like, stuff. Like Jackass. New, yeah. new generation yeah, yeah, Jackass. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But there's this other side to him that is business savvy. That's right. There's um, where he came from. He came from skateboarding. He yeah. tried to make it in skateboarding. Yeah. He tried to go to the barracks and That's be right. this kind of massage therapist for yeah. skateboarders, which I think was fa was interesting. And it's like almost like, yo, I'm glad you didn't make it. Yeah. It doing that right, because yeah. look at you now, yeah. right? Yeah. So that whole timeline, I think, would be fucking interesting. I do too. Sure. I think I think there was a story too about uh, I think Chris Chan, yeah, told him to knock it off with the uh, uh, what's it called the massaging, yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. and to yeah. get on YouTube. He's like, you need to get on YouTube. You're blowing it. Yeah, yeah. and then he got on YouTube and then he blew up and right. then he bought. Chris Chan, the Tesla, yep. because of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and Chris Chan's another one too. We've asked him. I've asked Chris to be on the show many times. He's a little, you know, standoffish, you know, because there is a, you know, there's the comment section, you yeah. know, and so there's a, you know, he lives 
these kind of two yeah. worlds side by side, the skateboarding world and the mm-hmm. YouTube world, and he's kind of perceived you can't a certain deny how way. Good that kid is on skateboard. He yeah. is. Oh, he's he so is good. Absolutely incredible. But he still li- he still lives that line. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I think that's a shame. Yeah. You know, there shouldn't be that line. Yeah. He does what he does. He's For a skateboarder, sure. phenomenal skateboarder. Yeah. I would love to have him on the show. Yeah. Same with like an Andy Schrock. Yeah, 100%. I would love to dig into these guys' minds. Yeah. You know, they are in the same industry as us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, so at this, <laughs> so this financial conference thing. I anyway, to, right? shout out Daddy Duncan, bro. We'll yeah. have Daddy Duncan's the man. Yeah. We'll have yeah. He's the man. Yeah. This financial conference I went to, uh, they invited 15 of the biggest financial influencers on tiktok to stay at this house <laughs> okay, right okay and they invited me to go what so that's like, why you were there that's okay. why i was there i All was right. like okay I'll, I'll go uh so much to talk about there but one of the kids that came uh came with a friend and he's a youtube skater okay right and do we know this guy's name or we're gonna shout him out or no you know what i should pull up his name's george i should we should pull up his youtube account did hmm. you ever tell the kid in the hot tub uh what you make in front of 20 people yeah. <laughs> he had reservations, but uh, it came But out. going back to that, it's like, you know, maybe if you were a one-on-one with him, you wouldn't have felt so uncomfortable. It was the it was the atmosphere that he presented it to you in. Yeah. Yeah, it was... But you know what? Kind of it's put like, you on the spot. Yeah, and it's like... In the jacuzzi. Yeah, in the jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, Listen, right. I'm trying to relax, my yeah. dog. Like, Oh, his, his, his YouTube is just his name. George. Yes, George. Pol- I'm going to blow his last name. Poilus. P O U L O S. He's got 300,000 subscribers. Okay. Right. Perfect. Uh, he's there, and I I never met him. I met him on on this trip, and he's like, "Hey, can I ask you a question?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Do you think it's weird for like the you know traditional pro skateboarders? Do they feel like the YouTubers is weird? Like, is that like separation real? Mm-hmm. You know, we had mm-hmm. such a good conversation about it, and." To my perspective, it is real. Yeah. It's it's totally real. Sure. Even though we're doing the same thing, it's done a totally different way. And I think there's... He should just send his links to a company first. Well, I think what's great about that is the, skate, the core skateboarders aren't even seeing what he's doing. No. But the YouTubers are seeing what the skaters are doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really interesting thing. Yeah. They, the YouTubers have nothing to worry about. Yeah. The, the, the well, no, but you know what, though? When I was a kid, I, I'll be truthful with you, I probably would have looked at that as whack, too. Like, sure. yeah. w- when I was a kid, it was like, dude, this is how it's done. And this is like... You know, we're kind of all the respect. We also grew up in a whole. Yeah, the nineties were different. The nineties were different. And then Mikey days comes along. Yeah, then I started going off into obscurity. (laughs) The nineties were different, right? It's like, at least when I grew up, like, dude, you hated everything, and it was just it was gnarly. Totally. Uh, But what I think now. I love the idea of somebody finding an alternative route I in. I love it too. I love that. Yeah. Like, I love it too. oh, I didn't go through the front door, I went through the side. I love that. Yeah. Sure. So, like, maybe this is just me getting older, maybe this is just times changing, but I love what they're doing. I mm-hmm. think it's so cool. And I think there's something that, you know, the conventional group can take from that. It's like, <sighs> guys, you're missing out in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, these guys don't really have to, like, listen to anyone. I, I pre- there's no sponsors, oh there's God. no reg, it's just them doing Well, they're their thing. making their own. Yeah, choices and yeah. they're their own boss. Yeah. It's the new like Jamie Thomas, so the new Andrew Reynolds. Instead right. of them starting yeah. the business, they just go into basically YouTube becoming the business. And yeah. that is that you build your community. Then yeah. they guess what the community starts asking you for clothes, yeah, products. shirts, products. And you know what I mean? Andy like, Duncan just that's new why, business, new oh, business, new business. And that, that's the thing is yeah. like I I love it too, and I preach about it all the time on this show. It's like I I think every skateboarder. Yeah needs their own YouTube. Yeah. There there's a whole world that lives on YouTube. Totally agree. But 
everybody thinks of YouTube, they think of, oh, now I'm going to be, you know, considered a YouTuber. I have to vlog. I have to do this and I have to do that. It's like, no, you don't. You can do whatever you want to do. You just, if you put your old skate clips on there, that's put right. your old whatever, that's do right. a fucking tutorial. Yeah, you know, right. there's so many different ways yeah. to yeah. go about it. Yeah. But right. a lot of people are scared. Yeah, especially people from well, our generation too. Yeah. They just don't want to do that. I feel it's like. a lot of work. You know yeah, what I mean? You gotta, wanna, you gotta want to do that. You have too. to want to do that, and sure if you that. don't want to do that, then yeah, that's true. But yeah, I also yeah, think that true. they're also missing it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't do what you don't want to do. But they are missing that market there. For sure. That the kids not only watch your videos, but there's also a revenue stream. There, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know that's a possibility. I, mean, I feel like. Right? Oh, they should. Yeah. If they don't know that YouTube's a, not a possibility for you for a revenue stream. Some of don't yeah. even have a plan. They're just putting stuff on YouTube and just and it goes. Hits. Yeah. And exactly. they just sure. keep doing it. Exactly. For sure. They never intended to be a YouTube star. Yeah. No, yeah. Andy Schrock and these guys, like they, it's they, they made videos, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they started yeah. their community started asking for a product. Yeah. And now they're one of the biggest. They're huge. Do you guys huge. know who Lewis Mora is? Uh -uh. He does. Uh, he. he core skateboarder kid makes videos and he started his own youtube channel grew it over time now he's his own gnarly youtube channel has his own company and he just grew up skating did it on his own yeah didn't have to do it there's a lot of uh, yeah. john hill i mean yeah. the list is a long list yeah you know and i think that there's that sucks that there's that divide you know because listen there's there's different audiences to cater to also yeah. andy schrock their channel is teaching kids how to skate yeah you know and then they're they're bringing in skaters yeah. into the skateboarding community yeah. yeah which then discover core quote-unquote core skateboarding and yeah. that may go from revive yeah. to a zero yeah or an alien workshop yeah. or a girl you know yeah i agree totally or agree. they may stick with the revive you know yeah. it's all up to them that's right but totally agree bottom line is they're bringing skateboarders in. it's a new a new wave which but then is that, is that called making it in skateboarding what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> They've made it. I, I'm, I'm saying Bro, in skateboarding, me, like, uh, because there's going to be a lot of core skateboarders that have no idea what's who they making are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Does that matter? Yeah. Well, what's making it in skateboarding? I guarantee now. you that 90% of our our viewers and listeners right now never even heard of these guys. Totally. Yeah. Let me ask this. What do you, I mean, do you think there's a good comparison with music being an independent artist versus signing with a label? For sure. And do you think there's probably a lot of people listen to independent artists and Way no more. one else, right? Yeah. yeah. And so would you consider them making it in music? For sure. So yeah. Maybe they're Same making thing. it in skating. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's right, just right. a new, it's a different. I hear you. It's a different way. I right. hear you. You're doing what I love you said, and you're bang, for it. Yeah, you're you. banging in from the side door. Like yeah. You're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're finding an alternate way. Yeah. And that's what they've done. Yeah. Right. I think it's amazing. And I guess it doesn't matter from the core skateboarders. It doesn't matter at all if they're known by these guys you know I, what, you mean? Know what I like think yeah. making it. I agree yeah. you I know agree. what I think sorry Kelly real They're quick good. you know what I think it's it's a tough pill to swallow even for myself and it's hard to visualize that for any skateboarders until you actually get in there and try it you know like a like a Nigel Alexander he's he carved the way you know but mm. all, there's also the fact that like five years ago before we started the show you would have asked me about YouTube. I would have told you to get out of here. You yeah. know what I mean? Now we're in that world and yeah. I see it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at everything and I'm like, this is huge. Yeah, right. And a lot of the majority of these companies as well are not taking advantage oh, yeah. of this platform that has billions and billions yeah. of people watching. Yeah. There's only a handful of brands that are actually... Doing Santa Cruz comes to mind Santa right Cruz, off the top of the head. Primitive. Primitive. Yeah. Thrasher, obviously. Thrasher's yeah. killing it. Yeah, I agree. You know? Totally agree. But these companies yeah I and skaters yeah we're for look, the most we're slow part to it like mm -hmm. and listen i'm gonna get comments about that saying all this but it's so true yeah you yeah, know i agree 
I agree. We were fast to get on Instagram. I tell you that shit. Yeah, skateboarders were. Well, the they were. First they, skaters were weird that, though on that's, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's In true. That's true. But it took the companies a long time. For sure. Yeah, yeah. long time. They didn't I like this. I, I I got ridiculed by doing social media. Oh, by by. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> people were like. At the company, we're like, dude, yeah. why are you doing that? And now it's like, yeah. why aren't you doing it? Yeah. yeah. And now that's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah. know. I just trip out. Well, like I was going to say earlier, I just trip out when people would come here. This is like maybe like three or four years ago. And we'd be like, dude, have you heard of Andy Schrock? I remember Jack Curtin specifically. But like, you ever heard of Jack Cur- or, uh, Andy Schrock? He's like, what the hell's that? We show him his YouTube channel. He'd be like, what the fuck? It's a whole nother whole, world. And like most of the skaters, we introduced them to these YouTube skaters and they had no fucking 75, idea. 75, yeah. 80% of the people that came and sat in that chair had no clue. That there was this oh, like yeah. parallel universe oh, yeah. of yeah. YouTubers, totally. it's totally. like the Spotify I just that aspect. Was, like yeah. we were talking about yeah. Yeah. music. You're, you're you're totally right. I mean, I didn't think about it that way, but it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And even if you don't, even if you're a guy out there that doesn't like that kind of stuff, I, I go watch what they're doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like go take notice. You know, I do totally. I dude, I wouldn't know who they were if it wasn't for Bork. He's the one that put he's me on to it. Oh, he wait, yeah. he's in the YouTube universe. He's on the YouTube universe. Like, dude, do you know who these guys are? I'm yeah. like, no. And he goes, dude, he they're like pro- mad. And I was bl- mind blown. Yeah. There's a whole like alternate world. I out know. Here. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, I think it's cool. You know, we get, we get hit up to have these people on the show, uh, Johnny Geiger, you know, a lot of these people, but you know, we're not opposed to it. Yeah. You know, it's just the right timing. Yeah, and if, yeah, yeah, and yeah. if they want to come on the show as yeah. well, yeah. because I think it's fascinating. I think an interview with Andy Schrock, nine club would be fucking fascinating. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio, 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 Ohio. 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 Fly Cincinnati. Up. And I think he's down, but he I down, think it yeah. would just be so. And listen, I, it doesn't even matter. The the industry would take notice yeah. of that. That's interview, right. Bro. That's right. That's like, right. But we have Mikey Taylor here. Shout out to the bro. YouTube guys. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. shout out, man. I love the hustle, and I loved. I love being. This is what skateboarding is all about, right? Is is not conforming to being a regular right. suit and tie nine to five person yeah. you want to be your own boss that's right you know right. and these guys are these kids are out there doing it yeah that's right so that's right. shout out love definitely. that definitely well thanks for coming man this has been great. <laughs> no, listen we have skate clips dude you want to talk about some old skate clips dude that's sure we yeah. have yes. this yeah. is one of my favorite parts <laughs> because a lot of the memories get brought up oh. the time the place even what it took to get that trick okay Fucking love it, man. If you're gonna show a video like of that. myself, I guarantee it took a lot of time. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so first of all, you did speak on this before. Getting mad skateboarding. We do have your uh oh, yeah. your uh, skate, this. your skate mm. more intro where you're freaking out. Yeah. That yeah. was four in the morning. Oh really? <laughs> that was three hours. Try that trick. Three no. hours. That's why the craziness comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you're with Colin Kennedy and where was that Santa Ana at four in the morning trying um, to shove it nose grind, it's just it was awful. I mean, that's a little, it's a nice little spot. It's a hard trick though on that thing. Fuck. I remember it was hard, but I couldn't figure out if it was just hard for me. I don't know. But you remember me skating, all both of you, all yeah. you guys. It just used to take me a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, but and then you snap out of it. And well, I, was, I always yeah. related to you that way because you always, I did the same thing. I, I had to work really hard. Yeah. And I was like, there's this guy who's doing so well in skating, but I could, he's trying, like, you know, he had like a P-Rod who's just like fucked up good. Yeah. And you're like kind of jealous at that point. Or yeah. like, how do you have those tricks like that? And then we're over here trying for Struggling. eight hours. But yeah. I, that's why I thought you was so crazy. It's so cool to see that you were on that same level, but you worked 
you were working way yeah hard. i was I, I was the gary v of skateboarding <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought that was so sick just but. outwork everyone just to keep up Listen, Brutal. Oh, here we go. Still more. Lil Mikey Taylor. Yeah, I'm in high school here. Logic Six. Yeah. Ooh, first, I love this video. First video part. Amazing. This is my first video part. Steve Ireland filmed this. Okay. That was Calabas High School. Yeah. Deer Dick. I have a good story about that one. Deer Dick made fun of me on that lip slide. Why? So. Did you know Deer Dick back then? So, uh, <laughs> m- one of my friends, close friends growing up, was uh, Justin Case. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Justin Case was flowed by Alien when we were kids, and so Deer Dick and Ave came out to skate with us. And uh, the first time I met him, I was wearing, it was actually this day, it wasn't the first one, it was that one. Okay. So I'm wearing my shirt, my drawer shirt, my you know khakis. Deer Dick comes out three weeks later and I'm wearing the same freaking outfit, right? <laughs> and it was at this school, he made fun of me. He's like, yo man, do you like have one outfit? <laughs> do you, you just wearing the same thing every day? Every day you're like the drawers guy? And I was like, gosh darn it, dude, this big pro thinks I'm a fool, you know? <laughs> First of all, he uh, who's remembering what somebody's wearing I, well, weeks later? Shirin, Shirin I mean, I'm bright, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty bright. I mean, that's true. He looks like a cream sickle. Uh, but when I 5-0'd it, he gave me props. <laughs> he was like, yo, that was legit. Like, even if you are wearing the same outfit, that was legit. <laughs> I'm like, boom. I think Rob actually grinded it that day. You know what's funny, though? It's like nowadays, some pros, maybe it's not, there was a t- point in time where you would wear the same outfit to mm-hmm. make it look like yeah. you were oh, yeah, yeah. skating in the same day. Yeah, yeah, and see how there's the white shirt? Look, see all my color combos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the undershirt, undershirt was big. Oh, you got the yellow underneath? That yeah. came from Chad Tim Tim. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep, saw okay. him, I was like, oh, it's cool, I'll do it too. I don't remember this from, this This isn't from. Is this Logic or is this, 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 a, com- not, is this a compilation? This isn't Logic. I think I pulled this from Logic 6. I don't remember these tricks in that video. I mean, dude, this is my this is eleventh grade for me. I remember all of it. Wow. Were were you sponsored? So look, that front feet bowl, right? That's I remember that's. I was on Santa Cruz there. Yeah. So I was Maple. So my first sponsor was Maple. Yeah. And then I did a little like four week window on Santa Cruz, and then Heath and Kareem were like, no more. <laughs> <laughs> and that right there, Steve Ireland's filming, but Heath Brinkley filmed the long lens. Mm. This was the beginning of Heath. Basically saying you're gonna write for City Stars. Uh, yeah. okay, okay. And that that took me two hours. So really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know how to front feeble back then. See how I almost pre mode coming off? Yeah. I didn't know how to come off of them. <laughs> but then you mastered that trick. And then I ended up getting good at it. Yeah. yeah. But that's how you did all your tricks. So watch, it's yeah. I almost pre mode coming off. Look. It's gonna I'm gonna see there's no confidence yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't lift up or no, nothing. I knew yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. willed it. Right. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah, um, we will, yeah. So that was so this were, was my, that's my neighborhood. You were flowed. That's New Ray Park. You I was flowed by Maple. Yep. City Stars was like your first. Dude, this is like, that was the first handrail I ever grinded. Oh, wow. That was a Spanky. That was when we lived in Agora. Hamilton. Yeah. Love Love go back to the Hamilton clip. Yeah. This is the DMV. the DMV. This is, that's when I became friends with Paul. His shirt goes like over his head right here. Yep. Yep. That, that, yeah. Oh dude, that God. was such a hot spot back then. It was super hot. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this is my childhood right here. That's right. Yeah, I love the salad. My legendary spot. Oh, there's a DMV. Yeah, this is. Yeah, P. Rod put us onto this one. Those are good benches. Was it only skatable on the weekends? Is that what? It was after five, and then on the week. No, after five, and then Sundays, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Got the double shirt on. Yeah, I ran the double shirt tough. I was sponsored by Duffs. Those shoes are Duffs. So I, I was think on a Duffs. lot of people ran the double shirt. I, yeah. I ran it first. Yeah. You still I, run it, Chris? Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to bulk up. Yeah. yeah man. That was that was by me. That was Fillmore. 
That's so funny. Yeah, dude. Oh, uh, Fabrizio Santos. I met him that day. He knows Blunt Slid It. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Uh, I think Burnett was there. Burnett brought. Is that Burnett? Yeah, the clutch was on. No, oh, it was Pete. Are... Tom. It was Pete. Uh, what was his name? Pete, Pete Thompson? Thompson. Pete Thompson. Pete yeah. Thompson brought. Uh, Fabrizio, is that his name, right? Fabrizio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, this Brazilian kid, he's like the next wave. And then he knows Blunt Slid It. We're like, dude, okay. There's this guy's yeah, gnarly. Wow. Look at Heath right there. No, that's Ireland. Are you sure? Yeah, Heath filmed the Longlands. That long looks lens. like Heath. Heath no. would wear the hat like that. Guy. Yeah, yeah that looks he? like Heath. No, Heath filmed Longlands. That was Ireland. And Heath was bigger back then. Heath was big back that's then. True. <laughs> okay, yeah, he was okay, almost 300. Wow. Oh, got a good story about that one. See that rail right there? Yep. An OM popped up in my email two months ago of them selling that building. Oh, no wow. way. Wow. Yeah, I got the OM. Is the rail like, still there? The rail's still there. Got the OM. I'm like, oh my gosh. It, it was not It was not a good deal at all. Okay. But like, I was so tempted. Like, how sick would it be to buy this freaking apartment and <laughs> have the footage of me grinding it as a kid, now own it. Uh, but the number the number sucked. Wow. It makes sense. But it hilarious. did pop up in my, uh, in my That's email. So That's amazing. Where was that? It's in LA somewhere. Hmm. That was one of my first Nolly Crooks. That, that I felt like I got next level on that one, dude. I mean, well, that's right when that trick was coming out. Yeah, Costin was doing it. Yeah, like a few people. How yeah. old did you say? This you was were? my high school. This is when I was eighteen. These are okay. my spots, okay. dude. Yeah, that's the first annual I ever grinded. When I was a little, that was dude. Oak Hills. That's the Mormon church, or not the Mormon church. That's a church church by us. That's when I met Eric Bork when I nose grinded the rail. This is dude. This is memories. That's what oh I'm yeah, I remember this. Which one is that? That's when I was on Santa Cruz. There was before the runway was built. Dang. That was you could tell that was influenced by uh, Rick McCrank. Ah uh, yeah, the right away, <laughs> right away with your, with your hands down, like trying to play like a twenty-five zero was easy for you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh man. I think you're right. I think this is logic. Actually. Yeah. So this is what, this, yeah. this is what got it started. So a lot of that footage was in my sponsor me tape. Okay. And then Heath was like, they were doing. Uh, I think Justin was in the video and Paul. Yeah. And they were like, hey, send me your sponsor me tape. And I sent it to them, and then they used half of it in Amazing. the video. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, that was a good time, man. That Shout was a great video, yeah. too, man. It was a good time. That was good. Bro, bro, this spot always comes up oh, for some reason. And that is. Wow. That's a tough ledge escape. It is. That one took me two hours. Did it? And yeah, that's not like sucks. to me. Two hours isn't really not. It's not not. I've well, worked six, six, seven hours. Yeah, but shit. that's like a spot well, that you can get broke. Okay, so, on. Yeah, like I think that's the, yeah. But I'm just saying, two okay. hours ain't bad. No, I hear you on that one. But if I'm like trying to tech trick for two hours, I get it there. But when you're scared, yeah, that's true. I think the the you being scared and intimidated makes the two hours feel even longer. Is, and then uh, jumping uh, off it, now your body hurts. Yeah, it's physically. It hurts the yeah. mental battle. Yeah, that was hard. And that was a spot that we grew up on. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was a kid, Van grinded it. And we were like, oh my gosh. And then he tried to 5-0 it and went over the top and got mm -hmm. broke. Ooh. When we were kids, we watched oh. him get smoked. So that spot has always been terrifying for us, just yeah. witnessing that. So that I mean, dude, twenty years later, that added to it. I mean, you did you did it really well. Thank you. Bro. Look, yeah, you lost thank it. You. Wow, yeah. yeah, that was super sick. And I like that thank you came you. out regular. Thank you. Really sick. That Got was the towards shoelace belt. That was towards the tail end, I think. Was this Man, towards the end of my career? Is it? I what is this in? Is, is this after is Alien? This like, might have been a DC, uh, this is a DC video. Oh. This was two thousand thirteen, I believe. Fourteen. Oh, wow. So yeah, this is this is close to the end. This is beginning of fourth quarter. Mid fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy to look back and go, dang, I did some, I did yeah, a couple I tricks. Did that. <laughs> oh, you, not, did a, you did a lot of tricks, yeah, man. dude. Um, 
I mean, talking about tricks, this one, the backsmith, beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. That was three trips? Three trips to that thing. Yeah, that How was three trips. Each? Because listen, so it's see kind that, of a tech trick. See that? There's a black spot at the bottom, right? Right yeah, when I, I land? I see oh. it. I see so that's, that's Bondo. I, so oh. I came one time to do it. It took me, oh shit, probably two hours the first time. Oliver shot it. He ran the photo. I didn't make it. And one I stuck like with the McCrank landing. I'm like, done. And then I hit the ground and just, I ate, I was bad, right? Because the ground was basically dirt. Okay. And so I was like, okay, shit. And then I went back to try it, but I bondoed it, couldn't do it. And then this was two days before the DC video. And I needed basically a last trick. And you needed to get it because the photo's already been ran. And it been ran two years prior. I think oh, two years that. prior. <laughs> okay. 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 Oliver always did me like Did that. you go back to the same gear? No, no, dude. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. That was awesome. But yeah, it was beautiful. Chris Ray filmed that one. I was stoked on that. There was I mean, a couple of times I was happy you, to do. You held that on. You held mm-hmm. that really well. Yeah, bro. thank you. you thank you. Look at that like wingspan. That. Thank you. you. Hit that little kink at the Big bottom. Big guy, thank bro. you. I, then, I don't, I'm sorry to ask this because I've never been to that spot. Is there two similar rails like that? Yeah, there's that? another one okay. that you used to be able to do a line to. Um, but it, it kind of does a rainbow style thing. But the thing is, you can't really see it. Th- those ra- It's not a solid rail. It's like they put two pipes together and had oh, a connector. Interesting. So at the, and it's at the very bottom. So like if you were doing a crooked grind, which people have done, I, I, a lot of times I'm like, I don't know how you're going to get through it, but it's so close to the end that you can't really get through it. Then go, ah, oh, got it. And then get off. Does that make sense? Interesting. Wow. Was there anything they could do to like shave that down? We just, I remember we or? used to try to like mellow it out, but I right. think we used to do it just with wax. You know, oh, stick as much wax as possible. Yeah, yeah that's Switch 50. 50. Yeah. That was Benny. That was Alien Video. There you go. I mean, wow. Switch 50, I, I, I can't do backsmiths at all, mm-hmm. but I would think that in my mind, Switch 50 on this would the, be much more scarier. The, the backsmith, well, what I found was the backsmith was scarier to try. Mm. The Switch 50 wasn't that scary to try in the beginning because I went really slow, mm-hmm. but it was scary to get it to the point where I started going fast. Got you. Because I remember doing that, I was like, I, it was uncomfortable fast for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can mm. see the ground is kind of fucked up there too. Oh, that was before yeah, the Bondo. Bond- oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Look, you landed right in that fucking yeah. thing. Jeez. Oh shit! Yeah, see that stuff? It's bad. Look and then, that. dude, that was it looks like a hole. That was yeah. five years before I backsmithed it. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! You know, so that was that was wear and tear. It got worse. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was Etnies days, I think. Yeah. Oh, good old Etnies. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. I love it, man. You were good at rails, man. And the big rails, too. I think I was better at rails than the other stuff. But. I mean, here's a crook. 
I mean, oh, look at that, dude. A little lock in here. Yeah, I mean, that jeez. That Thank was you? one of those ones that like it was before the bear up flat bar or the barracks flat bar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, like that's so like not even that long anymore. But I remember when I did that, I rolled away and had one of those blackout moments. I was like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Where I was like, yeah. couldn't believe I did it, and like the lights went out. That yeah. was one of those ones. Now, how long did you try that for? Was so that a somebody battle? somebody took me there to grind it. Oh. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I can grind it, and I ended up grinding it like two tries. And ah. I was like, dude, what if I just like stab a crooked grind? <laughs> and I kind of tested a few out and then one went like three quarters of the way. I'm oh, like, holy wow. crap, I could do this. And then it took me like 20 minutes to get to that point again, but then I did the whole thing. So it didn't take that long. It feels to me, and I'm not a flat bar rail skater by any means, but the longer the stairs, well, the more was, safe. Well, that was, yeah, because you could jump you out feel, of it. Right. Yeah, 100%. Right. right. What yep. was harder to do, that one or the one up north? In uh... The one up north was harder. Yeah. Because the stairs were longer, but not as long. Mm. And so it was a little bit scarier. And then going up the curb, I, I suck at ramps. I suck at going up curbs. So uh. I remember that kind of threw me off too. Uh. But I think the one up north looks better. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a But like, dude, that rail. thing now, like, dude, that thing would be front crook. Oh, front, front blunt. Where is that destroyed? At? It's Utah. Oh. oh, Jamie Foy doing a front crook on that? Oh, yeah. dude. He'd probably front crook fucking yeah, he'd nolly need... heel out or yeah. some shit. It would be bad. It would be bad. Yeah, it would be bad. It would be bad. But good stuff, man. Thanks, Doc. I, I always trip out on you. In a good way, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. Like, you'd see, I'd be like, damn. Like, how did you do that? Yeah, you, that you look shit? back at the catalog of tricks yeah. you've done, you're like, whoa. If, yeah, you, yeah. You that, yeah. After 15 years, I had to sneak a couple in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> couple wows in 15. Yeah. Uh, that was a good time, man. But not only that, it's like Straight the ledge out. tricks, too. Dubs, this is a nice little circle. This yeah, is a circle edge we talk about yeah. often, right? Have you been there? I've been there, didn't yeah. Dubs have a trick on there too? I tried. To he do did that. switch heel out. I, I tried to do fucking that with the nollie heel, and it didn't work out. But so didn't I you did, do... it came out straight, and it surprised me. I, I didn't even mean to do it. I did it that way. Wait, you did the switch lip switch heel, right? Yeah, but I didn't mean to do that. You tried to do switch lip switch two seventy heel like that. Damn, but with didn't. no heel. With that was right? hard for me, guys. Yeah, Dubs throwing heels into it. That was hard for me. <laughs> but wow. it shouldn't have been right. It's like a switch. Lip slide, that you put it on amazing. like a nose wheelie real quick and yeah. revert. That's what it should have been. But I had commitment issues. You guys know this. That was sick <laughs> as fuck, bro. I totally did. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was fun. Skateboarding's fun, isn't Hell it? Hell yeah, especially when you get come across obstacles like this. You're like, yeah. and make it work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's one of those obstacles that felt like girl to me. It was like, oh, this is a girl Kai spot. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is a fully flared spot. Definitely. Ledge dancing. You know what? Actually, now that you say that, this was in the Alien video. So the Lakai video came out before the Alien video, hmm. and all of us went to the premiere. And I remember, like, there was some tricks in the Alien video that were definitely inspired by uh, the Lakai video because yeah. there were so many combos in it. Right. You know, and I think before Lakai, we weren't really heavy on combos, right? right? Definitely changed the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I love that stuff, Dang, man. dude. Here we go. But let's talk about uh, let's talk about getting Buck again, bro. Listen. Nice fitty fitty. There was some beef on that one for some reason. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you did it twice. So Mike Mo, so Mike Mo and my relationship started off rocky. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's the truth of it. So when we were kids, or Mike when I was a kid, I was this age. We were skating at a school, and I knew who he was. He knew who I was, but we didn't say hi to each other. Right? We're just skating, and I guess Mike Mo tried to switch back tail on the ledge. And okay. messed up, which doesn't sound right. <laughs> and then I guess I went and switch back tailed it. 
And he's like, dude, this dude's whack. He saw me bail, showed me up. They used to call me Big Time Mikey Taylor, right? Big Time. (laughs) We still do. And I used to always press Mike about it. I was like, one, when did you ever mess up on a switchback tail? That already falls on his face. And two, I probably didn't even see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he did have that attitude back then. Yeah, so then like, you know, and he was early on like tweets, right? Mm. And then he, I think he tweeted me or said something like, dude, Vince grinded this rail. Mikey, just because he has followers, can do it. And like, Vince won't get the credit. And I'm no, like, no, his dude, brother, his yeah, brother. Vince yeah, did that too. I remember. I was like, dude, what's your deal? I didn't know that. And then basically, Malto is the one who like became friends with Mike Mo and became friends with me. Okay. Bridge the gap. And we weren't friends still. And then so we were like, Shan, I guess we'll hang out. And then we started hanging out. And then we like actually started liking each other. Uh, <laughs> And then it like actually became a really good uh, relationship. But right. so didn't start off that way. I love that. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people now. He's great. Oh, He's yeah. So guy. two different days. Yeah. Two different days. Yep. Yep. The first one I, tr- I wanted to 5-0 it. And so I went oh. there with Greg. I tried to grind. I did grind it. I grinded it like 10 times that day trying to 5-0 it mm-hmm. and just couldn't get myself to do it. So uh, this one, you hit the concrete. Yeah, the, the other, other one, one, you flew yeah, over so I had the this concrete. this idea that yeah. like, you could ollie past it, it would look cool. It didn't, didn't look any different. So it was one of those ideas that kind of went bad. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That was a tough video part for me, though. That was If I look at like the whole catalog, I felt like Alien was the worst part of my skating. How so? I, en- I enjoyed it the least. Ooh. And I think it... I-, I always thought it was obvious when you'd watch like pros... And you could tell who like liked what they were doing and who didn't. It just oh. came off to me in the video. Right. Uh, and skating was not fun for me back here. Like it was, that was, it was not good. And job? I just felt like, yeah, felt like a job. It felt like, you know, there was pressure there that like either was there or I made up either, either way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a lot of dynamic with Alien and it just was a bad time. I feel like there was a lot of different crews in Alien. Yeah. It was totally, yeah, yeah, it was like totally segregated in a lot of ways and it, it just, I remember it just being miserable. Like, it just wasn't having fun. And every time I watch that video, maybe it's just me, but I watch it through the lens of, gosh, I was not happy back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Right. It was a good part. Yeah, yeah sure. thank I, you. I liked it. Yeah, it's funny. Whenever we talk about skating becoming a job and all this, mm-hmm. you know, some of the comments fly in, you know, and it's just like, I think it's kind of hard for people to grasp who aren't in the position that we kind of are in. That it, it it does become a job and it does become not fun. So like at certain points. So meaning you interview pros and they say yeah it's hard because it becomes a job and they start talking about the challenge of it and then you have people commenting going people, if, I, if I could do this I'd never complain about it right. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not a lot, but you know they they do fly in. Yeah. You know where it's like oh god you guys really you're not hearing what we're saying. Well yeah. what's so you funny know? though I'm sure you guys are feeling this as well. You hear somebody say something and you go man if I was a kid. I would not have heard it that way. But being an adult, yeah, maybe it sounds different. Like when I was a kid, if I heard somebody say that, I would have thought the same way. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about this being a job. This is the coolest thing ever. Stop yeah. complaining, you know? Yeah. yeah and then you're sure. in it, you're like, wow, this is a real thing. It's a real job. Yeah. Definitely. You know? yeah. Especially, like you said, when there's like, you know, deadlines, you mm-hmm. know, for videos and pressure yeah. and ads to shoot. I mean, and then back, it's you, they're putting out there. Right. I mean, yeah. back then, there was so much more for a pro skater to do yeah. with ads, yeah. getting coverage in the mags, 411s, this, that, and the other. There was a lot that you had to do yeah. to keep up. That's right. Now it's just go get an Instagram clip. That's right. It's different now. <laughs> it's so different. Yeah, it's different now. It really is. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, good stuff. Okay. 
Um, dude, I love this clip because it's so. I don't know. It just doesn't like. It's so buck. That was like one. that thing looks. Look at that. That thing looks so oh, yeah. sketchy. That was one of my favorite clips I did because it did not feel like it was in my element. That is totally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not a Mikey Taylor. I hate spot. cracks. <laughs> I hate everything rough. Yeah, that's. And look, I, you're I, landing on this like rubber like roof oh, thing yeah. that could like collapse. Yeah, that can happen. I yeah. just realized where that was actually. It's right a downtown. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like I, I want a spot to be like skate park ground. Like I'm yeah, that picky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what's interesting that like if you look at one of my happiest times skateboarding, it was it was this time, and then it was like in the beginning, like City Stars DVS windows, and like I look at that, and I go, dude, I would have never done that during yeah, Alien. Right. I was too miserable to even put myself in a situation like that, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, that was hard. That was that was three hours. Seriously, I couldn't get myself to land on it because it was this. Uh, like metal mm. uh, mesh, yeah. yeah, mesh top. And I didn't know if it was gonna roll when I landed on it. Mm. And there was no way to test it. Cause if it didn't, you were shoulder into the, you yeah. know. Yeah, you could like tail drop off the guardrail. It's pretty much it. I was too scared to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd ollie over it for freaking three hours and wouldn't try it. And then we got kicked out. And, uh, and then that was what kind of motivated me. Like, okay, I'm gonna land on it. And then I landed on it one time, it rolled through and then I landed it the next time. You didn't feel weird bailing and landing on it just with your feet. Was it gonna like cave in or something? Oh, it's I mean, dented. Look, it, you could see yeah, it yeah. I, for and three it, hours. I dented it. That yeah. looks scary in itself. Just landing on it. Totally. With your feet. Yeah, that was that was three hours of just 180 pounds. Just that is sketchy. Is that, doesn't that suck? It's like just it just takes that one time to put those wheels down. And listen, you did it next try. Yeah. Dude. And if you had done that three two and a half hours ago, dude, I look back at my whole career and ask myself, man. <laughs> Another if thing. I could just commit, would I have twice the amount of footage? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I love too skating with you would be like, all right, right here I'll owe you a hundred bucks. Or like oh. you always did that. Mm -hmm. And I did the same thing. Yeah. But never pay out. What did you yeah, never you, pay out? <laughs> what was never the craziest thing you think you bet at, on on skating? While trying a trick. Can you remember anything specifically? Do you remember anything? Um shit. And did you ever do it? Did you ever give someone a hundred bucks? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah? Do you think yeah. you could, like bet with Bitcoin now? Oh, thank God Bitcoin did not exist. When I <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord. You, <laughs> if any of those things existed, Venmo, pay any of them? Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You imagine, like, I made a bet, and somebody's like, yeah. hey, dog, yeah. swipe. Right, right. <laughs> you know? oh. can't get out of this. Now I, I got to go to the bank now. I know. Right, right, right. I know. Yeah. I, I can't remember what the worst was. Um, but you know what? This was always the way I justified it, right? I had a commitment problem. <laughs> that was it. I couldn't get myself to freaking land on my board. And so if I had to pay money to get myself to do it, that would then result in a trick, which then would result in a longer career. It was worth it. Right. I'd You're investing in yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. I'm investing down. in myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a cost I'm totally willing to pay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But I yeah, I, I'd say it a lot. Yeah, probably lost trust over a while with that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Reno. Look at that. Down the kink. Yeah, oh, wow. Stars, I mean, that's dude. a big... Listen, people are doing that nowadays. You well, know? it's just so fascinating. Like, that is not anything now. But when I did that, I felt good. I was like, dude. It was. Double kink? Here we go. Yeah. It's crazy, though. Double kinks now, like, you can't 50-50 them anymore. Like, they have to be real trick yeah. for you to 50-50 them. And I feel like a lot of the rail skaters they like the round rails yeah. that's like a square one you know what I, 
I get that when I was a kid and why I'm all good with it back then, I liked square back then. Okay. But I definitely got to a point where I stopped liking square and I'd way prefer round mm-hmm. because it felt like you had more air, like you had uh, more wiggle room to mess up in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't get exactly on a square rail right, you're smoked, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? But like on a round rail, you you get on the heels, you can be off a little, you cross it up all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could shift into lock-in, mm-hmm. you know? But if you had any type of shift on square, oh my gosh, it was bad. Yeah. yeah. Did you learn You learned the cross lock-in like later in, in your career, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was always heels. Yeah. I, yeah. I always noticed The only that. person that crossed it up was uh, like Rick and Mike, I feel like. No, I guess Costin did too. Yeah, Costin yeah. did for sure. They used to always cross it up. But oh, I, yeah, Costin did it in Mouse. Yeah, on the flat bars? He did it on the crazy kinked rail at the end. Yeah. When it was his last trick, he actually yep. crossed it. Yeah. I remember tripping mm. on that. Yeah, no, the cross came later, which I wish I would have picked up earlier because that's the way to go. Right. It's like it a seems like all ride. the kids now yeah. are doing the cross. Well, look, back 50s when I was a kid were scary on round rails. Front 50s were fine because it was heel for me. Back 50s were scary. Yeah, then you have Malta that's going toe side on a rail, which I thought was out of control. Backside right? toe side? Like, backside, Malta goes backside toe side on round rails. That's gnarly. Uh, that's psycho. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but the cross up is a feeble grind. And yeah. feeble grinds are so easy that uh, the back 50 was like, wait a minute, this is as easy as a feeble grind now? And then now you have what kids are doing today. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's yeah. Nuts. That was a long time, too. Yeah, yeah, that was two hours, I think. Okay. Two, three. Yeah, average of two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, I was an average of there two. There were some moments that you got shit fast. There was moments, but I was always surprised by the moment. And what's so interesting, no. I used to walk in thinking it was gonna be quick every time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? How crazy is that? Like, yeah. like this one was quick. Sometimes oh, yeah? it was quick. Yeah, this was like four tries. That's it. No way. Yeah, but then I got smoked on the next line. Uh, uh, but after ten years of being a pro skateboarder, averaging two hours. I'd say, hey, Chris Ray, ready to film this? That'd probably be five tries. <laughs> yeah. Why would I say that? <laughs> you know? Maybe Chris knows. Yeah. Uh, he, I already know what's going Chris happen. is like, dude, you got it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was our That's spot. Yeah. I mean, college. you had a lot yeah, of footage Park. of that. Yeah, that was a good college. Uh, rails. Yeah. Good, that, good that, that thing that was scary about that was that ledge after. Yeah. Was. This is where I thought I was going to school. What do you mean? I always thought I was going to college. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's our local college. I thought I was going to do oh. two years there and then go somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, never happened. Yeah. Thank God, but... Didn't need to. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good school. It was a really good school. It looks good. When did you realize you weren't going to go to college? <sighs> well, that's a good question. It's basically right when I graduated. And when I graduated, there was a City Stars trip. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. There was a trip that Retta put together in Italy that was a skateboarder trip. Oh, yeah. And then from Italy, I was going to meet the City Stars guys in, I think it was like Amsterdam and then Germany, right? And uh, I remember like looking at my parents, like, hey, so I'm going to like go do this. You know, and they're like, yeah, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, I think I'm going to like try to like be a sponsored skater and make some money. And, uh, you know, they freaking panicked. And then they were like, look, you at least have to make money. And so I was like, okay, fine. So like called called the companies up. I was like, hey, you need to pay me a little bit. And then that kind of got, got my parents off my back for, for a while. But I think that was the realization that I wasn't going to go to college. Mm-hmm. Now, I always told myself I was, you know, I could, I could always go back. Um, and then my career just started going longer than I thought. And then it was like, oh, yeah, okay, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know? Wow. Was that a weird conversation to have with the sponsors? Like, hey. No, it actually, it wasn't that bad because I used my parents as kind of the scapegoat. Yeah. And I was like, I, okay, so 
let, let me think about who the first conversation was. No, this is before City Stars. I got Santa Cruz to pay me a little bit, and I got, I think, Duff Shoes to pay me a little bit. I think those were the two. I think it was like 500 bucks. I was going to oh, say, wow. what was it, like three, 500 bucks? 500 or? bucks, yeah. And uh, I called them. I was like, hey, look, guys, I have bad news. Really bad news. <laughs> right? And I was like, I love being sponsored by you guys. I, and then I started kind of painting the picture, right? I was like, look, I think I could be a big pro skateboarder. I think this is my opportunity. But my parents are saying I have to go to college. I have to quit skateboarding. But I got them to a point of saying, if you can pay me, I can do this and not go to school. So look, I, I'm looking at you guys. Do you believe in me? If you believe me, I need some money or I have to quit. Right. You know? And that worked. And it worked. Wow. It worked. Yeah, it worked. So then I was off. I was Take off to the kids. But yeah. Kelly's right, though. I mean, that's a big conversation. That doesn't that, always yeah. work, kids. No. <laughs> no, no. But you know what? At least I said it, and I yeah. was able to use them as being the bad guys. Right. You no. know? And then once I got plugged in with Kareem, Kareem helped. He really, really helped. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Then he started meeting with sponsors. He was like, these guys are getting paid. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's tight. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. Hey, this is... uh. Oh, Cardiel ledge, nollie uh, flip nose. See the braids yeah. with the with the, oh, yeah. the corn. Okay, that was three in the morning in Sacramento. Uh, by the girl who did Beeble's hair. Beeble took me to her. Oh, so so on that trip. So even before this trip, we used to always go and stay at Beeble's house. Yeah, it was like that little place that like Rafter the lived best. at, and the best. yeah, and. Uh, was it J Street or something like that? I can't or? remember. He had a couple places up mm -hmm. there. It was the place. Oh my gosh, I was with Beeble when he quit Expedition to ride for Girl. Amazing. And, I, and it was at his house out front, and we were like, oh my gosh, Beeble's going to ride for Girl. Because, you know, growing up, yeah, that was the company. And I was like, remember tripping on that. But this was a trip I went up to stay at Beeble's house, and I wanted to get my hair braided. So he took me to the girl who did his hair at 2 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> and then I woke up with Ewan, did that the next day, and then drove home. Fell wow. off, fell really? off fresh, got the, got the I was like, like I I, so I tried it the day before this. Oh, right? you did? Yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't even put my freaking foot on the nose. I was too scared. See what the hair does? <laughs> and I went Bro. to Beeble's that night, right? We drove back to Beeble's, and he's like, did you do it? I'm like, no. And then he's like, yo, you got to go back tomorrow. I'm like, all right. And then I just brought it up like, yo, do you have anybody that will braid your hair? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I got my hair braided, and then I remember, dude, my hair's braided. I have to get the clip, <laughs> you know, and then it, and then it worked out. Wow! Yeah, right. yeah. Because you went up there just to do that trick, just, right? Yeah, I, I oh. needed a last trick for uh, this is in Bloom, and uh, I wanted to do that trick. Went up there, had never been to that spot, didn't realize how crusty it was. Yeah. It was gnarly, so much gnarlier than I thought, and I just couldn't get myself to do it. And then I remember one, like I probably bet you and money. I was like, if I just do this, and I finally put my nose on, my feet on, and I did the next try. That's incredible. But that's a perfect example a, of like, a, I spent four hours doing that. I could have done it in five minutes if right. I would have just tried it. You know? <laughs> but you Commitment. Could, the, yeah. There was, it, was, it wasn't that safe of a ledge to just bail on. Because you couldn't like walk down it really that so, good. So my brother did a nose slide big spin on it. Oh, yeah. Right? And he did it so easy. Not this day. It was another day. He did it so easily that I remember thinking, gosh, this ledge is like mellow. And then, like, when I get to it, I'm like, dude, this is terrifying. I don't know what he was thinking. It was, like, easy for him. But well, it was also just trying a no slide. The to hard, get into the hard thing yeah. about this thing, it was a downhill runway. It was super rough. You know, I like the skate park ground. <laughs> the stairs, you were basically landing in the stairs if you messed up. And it was slick. Mm -hmm. And I loved wax. It was slick. So That was a scary part. 
committing to get your foot on there because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. You slip out. Exactly slip right. Yeah. Exactly right. That was yeah. a textbook gnarly flip, bro. Textbook. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. That felt good. That one felt good. The beauty of the skateboarding is that a lot of these tricks that people do, you know, and talking about them here is like, that looks so textbook, looks so fucking good, but you would have never known the background and how scared you were to do Terrifying. some of these tricks. Yeah. I was scared know? of most. Yeah. And it's interesting to hear the timeline between like when this happened and Beeble getting on girl. Yeah. Sure. That was like the same. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude. He got on girl a little bit before, but I, I'll never forget that night. It was that night. He was just like talking to, I think he was talking to Channing. Really? And he's oh, just like, no. yeah, I've got to oh, leave. No. And we we're like, he's doing it. Now, <laughs> you know? were you guys listening to it? Or oh, was yeah. he outside? He was outside it? and we were listening. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we were totally, totally eavesdropping on that one. Or? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Like our friend was about to ride for a girl that was like unheard of. Yeah, you know. Damn. That's too funny, dude. Yeah, that was cool. Did he like hang up? Like I did it, guys. I did it. <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah, it was sick. It was yeah, wild. it was sick. We felt like we had insider information. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those times. I remember because we'd go up to Beebles and skate with them yeah. in Sacto yeah. at night and light up these like bumps to, to you know trash bins. Yeah, and that's the right. Triple sets. And yeah, all that stuff. that's right. So yeah, we did it all. Chris, do you so remember good. that one time me and you went and stayed at this house? Was that I, with Dario? It, it was Dario. We didn't yeah. go together, but we were both staying at his house for like a week. I think I've been up there with you before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good times. Why were we were just there filming? Oh, really? Yeah. And then I, I, what did I just I just cruised up? Yeah. With I Dario, maybe? Dario, you I was Dario? with Dario. You were with Dario. You met us up there. What what was your translated part? Time to shine? Yeah. Maybe that's when it was, huh? Mm, no, uh, you because was I was John that. Holland. Oh, it wasn't Dario? No. no you were just on your I think. Whatever the Quattro wheels, I yeah. think you were filming. You had some stuff in that video. I don't know. It was like a re- like. Was that before you got his house? No, it was no, at his house. Oh, at his, his house. house. Yeah. I do remember somewhat yeah. early on in his house. Yeah, I do remember. I'm just wondering why I was there. It wasn't. It was just like a filming mission. We just let's, you know we would just do that. Guys, this is such a tangent, but I, I've got to ask: Do you guys keep all this stuff set up? Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys just live life with it like this? We don't live here anymore. I don't live oh, you anymore. don't? No, we all moved out. Oh, so this is just the studio. Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys really are doing it right. <laughs> oh, okay. Could you imagine? No, if, like, I was like, we seriously, all like. lived here. Actually, Dubs lives here, too. I was like, like <laughs> how do you guys do this? Okay, anyway. Well, let's get back no, up. to be honest, it used to be yeah, when Roger and I lived here. Yeah. Roger would get kind of more fed up with it than I did. Yeah, because... I would. It was a point where like we we're breaking things down, putting it back up. Yeah. And that just became just too much. And then, um, so I started leaving everything up and just like bumping into things. Like, gets old after a while. Yeah. You guys gotta do But like, we did have a lot less stuff back Yeah, this then. is gnarly. I mean, it was literally yeah. just yeah. cameras and a table. Yeah. And it wasn't, you had a couple lights set up. Yeah, but you guys now, have upgraded. Yeah. It's taking yeah. up a whole place. Yeah. I love it. I wish I we had it. more room, you know? I think Ooh. the problem is, is, you know, we wanna stay in Venice, right? So, you want to stay in Venice? Yeah, man. It's just around around this zone. But it's just if we wanted to get an actual like warehouse studio? or studio, uh-huh. I mean, we're talking like 13, 20 grand a month. You want to buy a studio? Do you think you need a space that big? I mean, listen, yeah. We we're I mean, we're we're already overflowing here. Okay, that's fair. How many how many you guys use this spot and behind, right? Three bedroom. Yeah, I mean, even I mean we got oh, a couple stuff in this back space, here. Storage space. How many? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Like, so the other out? thing, actually, Mike, you'd be really good at this. Is yeah, the, do you have any room at the Sketchers? Sketchers building? In the, the, the K-Swiss. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. So, look, we're, we're building out our space, mm-hmm. right? It's going to take eight months. And we're taking over right now, like, 3,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Once we move out, it's available. 
But where is it? It's in Westlake. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> it's too It's in Westlake, shit. guys. Yeah, shit. It's a nice area. But we have this other thing called the green room, too. Yeah. yeah, and you guys are more like you guys are having skaters come on. You don't want to make them drive out to Westlake. Yeah, I mean this is, this is more probably, and we live out here. I I think why the Nine Club was successful in in it was because we all lived in proximity to each other. Yeah, and it was just so easy, like yeah. to skate over here, drive over here. I, yeah, I could even walk over here. Yeah, you know, I love that. Well, yeah. good, dude. Here's to nine club success. Uh, you know, like I said, we're trying. I love that's all we're all doing. Skating's tough. You know, it's a tough business to get into as you know i mean you know you've been you've dabbled in a little skate businesses here and there yeah i think it's harder than everything else it is <laughs> it is skating is so no hard joke. Yeah. yeah i mean you you've experienced too you've done business inside skateboarding and now out of it mm -hmm. skateboarding's hard yeah. it is definitely but we got we got lucky we're gonna be honest with the yeah. business that we got <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yeah um but yeah but it you is, actually it is. went outside of skateboarding though to hit that luck true yeah, because it was considered like streetwear yeah, and, you know, yeah. definitely right, got right. Uh, appeal from other cultures for sure. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If you're a core skate brand and you're trying to make it in skateboarding, like it's... Yeah, yeah. it's hard. Totally. It's hard. Staying core. It's hard. Yeah. People are. And that's why people, I think, all, you know... Get... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, dog. <laughs> stay, that core, stay core, be, 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 be poor. But he, it was like yeah. this. It was like this. Mm -hmm. Stay core, be poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but it just sucks some, to say, there are right? solid yeah, businesses like... in skateboarding that have been successful. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, you can't deny it. You know, 100%. That have been, you know, no, it's like, just... Totally. Speaking like Santa Cruz. Like, yeah. look at that, bro. Yeah. They've been around for fucking yeah. days. But they've been, yeah, they've been around for 40 years. Think of how many, like, accounts they've already... Have of course. they've gone through ups and downs of course. too. They've been like, like any business, right, yeah, 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 yeah. but right, they right, found right. a way to keep fucking the lights on, and, and yeah. it seems like now they they are They're really killing it. killing it. Yeah, so that's sure. a, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and that's skateboarding, right? Skateboarding is a wave. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, and cycles, then yeah. it's mm -hmm. man. How do you? It's a lot of companies that just don't survive that. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's a lot of skaters that don't too, though, right? Yeah, totally. What do you think the average lifespan of a skater is these days? Pro skater, it could be a long time. You think, long it's it you think, think it's getting longer? You think it's getting shorter? Yeah. You think it's getting longer? Depends how you're depends keeping up with the... And Say that again? Who, depends who and what you're writing for, I Exactly. Feel like. I think your your board brand is obviously... I mean, that carries weight throughout anything. the pressure you put on yourself. True. And the expectations that you have on yourself. You know? Well, um, I mean, look at someone like Ashad. Ashad's been around... He's an OG now, almost. Yeah. How long has Ashad been here? 10 years? I mean, I would... At least, right? At least, yeah. At least. least. I think, yeah, for maybe sure. a little longer. But oh, yes. has he? Yeah, maybe yeah. he hasn't been pro for 10 years. I don't think, but... Okay. He's been in the game for a while. He's been in the game for a while now. So it's like, a, do you think a 10-year run is like expected now, or do you still think it's like a big move? Because I remember when I was a kid, like that was the... That, if you go 10 years... I remember Deirdre told me that. Go 10 years, you're going to win. Go yeah. 10 years. That was always the hurdle. Yeah, you leave your mark. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. I don't think it's that hard nowadays to go 10 years. Like again, depending on who you're with yeah. and what you're doing, because you can go through skaters go gonna have their ups and downs, and if you have your backing by your fucking you know your company that you know, I mean I'm just speaking off reference for myself, but I've fucking had the ups and downs, and I've had the back from fucking girl from, from day one. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So right. I don't know. I guess it's all depending on who's helping you in the process yeah. and what you're doing too. Yeah, yeah. You're staying involved in skateboarding. It. You're always gonna be in skateboarding. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Right. So it is up to the individual. And how your body. Yeah. Uh, ages. Yeah. But 10 well. years sounds like a good yeah. run for yeah, sure. I feel that. Yeah. Hey, random question. Because you're, the, thank you. When you came on the show, you got me all, I got oh. my hip figured out because of you. Thank you on that. How's your hip doing? 
Sucks? No, it's fine. Oh, is it good? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, can you like, you know, I've had like, I, I can't move you know like what? I used to. Okay, well, let's continue this conversation. I had so many people hit me up after that interview based on the hip stuff. Mm. Is this what your hip felt like? This is what mine felt like? Um, no, mine's good. When it doesn't I, hurt anymore, right? It used to like, mine well, used to hurt. No, mine was like, once I had surgery, it was, there was a point where it was still sore, like any surgery. I think you have this window where you're like, God, my body's never going to be the same. Mm. And then it starts getting better. Uh, but in the big, but I did my hip and my sponsors went away right after the surgery. Yeah. So I never was able to, or I shouldn't say able, I never attempted to put it back in that type of scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I don't, maybe that, maybe it wouldn't have been as good. I don't know. Interesting. You know, but like when I fixed it, it was like, dude, I skate like 10 times a year now. Yeah. It's like so minimal. That I, yeah. I don't know. It feels yeah. great. <laughs> you know? Not having any problems. You know, smooth. Maybe if I start skating every day, maybe it'll hurt. I don't know. Start working at uh, Peabody Park. I know. I know. It's close to you, no? It's close. It's just it's it's there's two there's two challenges I have with skating again. Okay. Consistently. Sure. One is uh, I'm very obsessive. It's just how I am, and there's somewhat of a concern that if i start skating again i'll get pulled back so quick mm. and I, I i can't afford to do that right now with where the business is like right. I, I can't just step away from the business right so there's that concern <laughs> uh it's almost like a drug addict right like or, or or if you're addicted to alcohol and you're like hey maybe i could just have a beer again like i think i'm that person okay, okay. um and then the other time the other thing is like we're in the middle of like building a business which is as you guys know it's so time consuming yeah that it's taking everything, and then you add the kids on top of that, then you add the marriage on top of that. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to even sacrifice, mm -hmm. I think. And so that's what I'm up against. Right, um, right. You know? Because you need your downtime, too. You need your decompression time I and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I do. very important. I do need that. The the And maybe I could find it. Maybe all I'm saying is just, like, hey, if it gets to a priority, maybe it'll be that. But, like, right now I've got – Maybe an hour a day, maybe 30 minutes to an hour where I can have that, like, you know, decompress, take myself yeah. out. What it is right now is going to the driving range. Okay. Go to the driving okay. range. I hit balls for like 30 minutes. I'm back in the office. That's like my, my mm. moment. But if I like, you know, want to, okay, I need to go decompress and go skate. Dude, I'm an hour to P-Rod's Park. I'm oh. two hours skating at P-Rod's Park. I'm an hour back. I don't have four hours. You're an hour to warm up. No. So what, what I could do, maybe this is in my future is build a skate park like P-Rod did with okay. an office component sure. to where I can actually work at the office, like Jamie scenario, hmm. step out, skate for 30 minutes, back to work. Don't maybe I could do that. Yeah, maybe I could get there. But Would our, you invest in that for yourself? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'd like know. to start your own skate or have your own skate park. They're that's, expensive. That's expensive. Yeah, but it has some little expensive. basic budget shit that you can fuck with. Like, you know. <laughs> Like, is, look, that, is that inspiring? Look, can I put a flat bar on a box? Yeah. On some warehouse floor? That's not gonna, that's not a big investment. Yeah. Know? But I don't know. I think the other part is like it's just for fun. You yeah. know, like it's not a career anymore. I don't make money doing this. Mm -hmm. And so do I want to go through all that for? I don't know. It's exercise too. It's know? exercise. Yeah. That that can do some weight right now. Like, <laughs> But I think I'm still at that point. Like, even though it's been almost six years, I still feel like I'm in that, like, I don't know. Threshold of... Yeah, like, it's right. not totally just fun again, right? Like, 
Like when I picked up skateboarding the first time, going off like the job thing, like skateboarding was just fun. I just loved it. I wanted to become a pro skateboarder because I didn't want to stop skating, right? Mm -hmm. so that's the sacrifice I'll make. You get, skateboard, you get skateboarding, you turn pro, then it does become a career. You have to find a new love for it, right? That's true. That's what I had to find. Right. My new love for it was the business side of skateboarding. That's what I started really getting into. And then once the the career went away, I no longer had the business side, which was my new passion for it. And the old passion, it, it's not here yet. And so I'm hoping maybe it comes back. Yeah. Right now it's not yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm out here just waiting. Yeah. You know? When you say <laughs> when you say when you were skateboarding and there was a business aspect of it. Yeah. What you, did I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, when I got my first shoe, right? Mm. Tim Gavin calls me in. I'm getting a shoe on DBS, right? Okay. I think we did talk about this. Right. That the uh, the numbers. Yeah. Well, this this is what kind of happened, right? Like I was forced to figure out what it meant to sell product. Right. Yeah, I get yeah. to work with a designer. We get to bring this idea to reality. We've got to sell the shoe. And then social media hit and it was like, holy crap. Now, like I have access to people and I started looking at my career less as what's the best trick I can do and more total picture. How can I increase my brand to get more presence to then sell more product mm -hmm. and even like doing like deals with companies like, dude, when I was a kid, like he remembers, I used to call him all the time. Like it was just firing from the hip. Like I'll just work, yeah, D DVS, like let's just do a deal. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. And then it was like when I started getting older, it's like, okay, who could I position myself with to take myself to the next point and help them along the way? What's true partnership looking like? What's like, you know, not just taking lines? advantage of somebody. Yeah, right. No, it's just like it started looking at the total picture of like, what do you get out of this? Mm -hmm. And then what do I get out of this? And, it, and it, I was no longer only trying to get. I get to skateboard for free, or I get to skateboard as a career. I, I wanted to figure out what else came on top of that, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I started yeah. really liking that. Like, it was really fun to like strategically plan on how I could make my brand bigger and make my name bigger, sell more shoes, mm -hmm. make more money, Yeah, you know? No, I think that's great because I think a lot of skaters, I think it's 50-50, right? Some skaters don't even wanna yeah. think about that. Yeah, They just wanna go out and skate. Yeah, yeah, totally. But other skaters do, like yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. It actually adds an extra, you know, incentive. Yeah. And I so think it's speak. as you as it happened as I got older. Maybe right. that is a part of it, right? right, right Where right. like maybe I had to become more strategic when I got older because everybody started becoming a lot better than me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it happened when I got older. It. Yeah. It, did. it was Etnies. It was Etnies when it really started happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because you were more involved with the brand? Well, so DVS, right? Uh I, I get a shoe on DVS. I, I really start enjoying the process of selling shoes, right? But I felt like I wanted more than it. And I remember, I, we might have talked about this. I set up a meeting with Gavin, right? <laughs> did we love, talk about I this? this. I, if you did, please talk about so, it again. I set up a meeting with Gavin to basically pitch him on this whole idea of me being more than a skater, right? Like, I'll help with the team. I could help with, you know, branding, the whole nine. And dude, bless his heart, he actually listened to me, right? And then I stopped talking, like, what do you think? And he goes, nope. <laughs> he's like he's like dude and it's gavin you know sure. he's like dude are you kidding me like dude just go be a pro skateboarder this is the opportunity right and then which was the big reason why i ended up leaving for etnies is i was friends with heath and heath was around me when i was talking about this i want to be more i want to be more and and he basically said, hey, look, what about you riding for Etnies and you being more? We'll give you the whole shot to help design with shoes. We'll help with the team. You'll help with the, all of it. And I was like, cool. And, and that's what I was looking for. Right. And then when I started basically going on Etnies, I realized I was not equipped to... <laughs> 
participate in the way I wanted to, right? I had no people skills. I was, I just, I didn't understand business really at that yeah. point. But what I took from that was Etnies is not my company. I'm just a skater and they will always look at me as a skater. And right now I'm trying to be more than that. And it doesn't make sense. Like if I'm ever going to have this, I, I, it has to be my company. Yeah. And then that's what ended up moving towards St. Archer. So it was like, I'm thankful. Thank God Gavin said that. And thank God Heath then gave me the opportunity. And thank God I didn't, I wasn't wise enough to go, gosh, it's actually me. That's the problem. Yeah. I took it as I need to start a company. And then I was like, holy crap. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> you know? right, 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 right. So that's yeah. how it all kind of panned out. But yeah. what went with St. Archer is like, I was still skating at that point, you know? So well, it was like, you had other people, like you weren't the guy that had, you know, the brewmaster yeah, or this or that, like you had a fucking full team. That's right, but, but, but that's right. But my point is like, because I was still skating, that's really where it started kind of finding my rhythm of like business, like hmm. looking at my, my personal brand as a business, mm -hmm. right? And even like trying to do deals with people's like, me trying to negotiate myself was like, I was like, I was just getting better at it, you know? Yeah. So. Love that, man. I always trip about how skateboard, act, the actual act of being a pro skateboarder is, and then you go into the business side of skateboarding is a really whole different scenario. Totally. Like, and it's on, it's almost like working for a brand is like not, it go, it's different than, being as a pro skater, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, you go in there, you have certain things you have to do. You have to get deadlines, blah right. blah. Like, there's deadlines for videos, but I don't know. This like getting production stuff done. That's fucking nuts. I think that this, it's like important. Like skaters don't really. Sometimes skaters get bummed on the company, or they yeah. get mad, or they want to quit, or this and that, because they they don't know the business side. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. communication and, and the communication as well. I too. think that's why team managers have always been so important for us, right? It's like we need the was it liaison, liaison or middleman yeah. between the actual business and the thing we're required to because. Dude, I was the same way. Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. understand it. I and, used to get frustrated the team managers. I don't want to do that. Well, that's the thing. The team managers, sometimes they don't have that communication skill. Yeah. Right? And it, it, it leaves, listen, there's certain situations in skateboarding where if something's going on, right? Maybe you're not selling that many boards. Maybe your boards aren't in the line as much mm. or whatever. And like, there's probably, there's a reason, maybe a reason behind that, right? And if the, you're not being communicated that, yeah. like why that's happening, you're in your own head being like, oh, fuck these dudes. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's never us. It's never, yeah. right. Yeah. But, but nobody's, no, but nobody's sitting around telling you, yeah. hey, this is why, this is why. And if they did, yeah. that could be a very like yeah. easy, oh, that's why. Ah, I get it. No, no, no worries, guys. Yeah. Like, I get you, I get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and yeah. then how, right. to, how to work through that. Right. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's a shame. Yeah, that's right. It should it should happen. Yeah, we're all right. grown, man. We've had these feelings. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it'd be like seven series, and then you're in two of them. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? But that's just the way the things worked out. When you have like ten dudes on a team mm -hmm. or eleven dudes, and they're all pros, you can't have seven series with twelve fucking boards in each yeah. series. And it's also and then you, you got the popular the ones that sell <laughs> really well. Can't. Yeah, but it's also yeah. due to. Well, you know, even yes, Roger, you have a point. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like all of a sudden, you have a, a stack of so and so's board over here, and they're like, "We're not going to order any more of his boards." Because... So you want the team manager? You have like, "Hey, Chris, your boards aren't selling, so we'll put yeah. you in every." No, because this isn't that that that's not the way that it happens, right? Yeah. It's not about how many boards you sell because they're very good at projecting what boards are going to sell and everything, right? So you have to know that there's certain aspects around this. Why, why there's like 25 people on the team, what skate shops want, what they do. You can't have all these boards 
four or five times, six times a year come out with everybody in the series, you mm. know, and then, and then yeah. they're definitely, there's so much more to it yeah. than just oh, like, no, oh, sure. your board doesn't sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a reason everything's going on, you know, mm-hmm. and it, that's just the communication aspect, right? It's like, if we, you know, if you, somebody came to you and was like, hey, Dubs, this is why, blah, 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 blah. I'm just using this again. This yeah, is yeah. all over skateboarding, sure. you know, Mikey Taylor. Oh, this is why your shoe is blah, 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 blah. Ah, okay. Conversation. I get it. You know, Shoot, I don't know. I also I, want to have those conversations too. It's my, like, if I'm seeing that in the catalog and like, I'm not happy with that, then I should be like, Hey, the, you know, what's the, you know, the problem? Like, I is know, there but a reason it's tough. For this? A lot of skateboarders don't want to like, yeah. Yeah. Cause it, conflict. It probably was something as simple as like, Oh, the artist completely forgot to do your graphic. Yeah. That could that be could a be reason. It too. That yeah. could be a reason yeah. as well. What's up, Mikey? You felt a little, uh, you're feeling a little iffy on this conversation. <laughs> no, I love the conversation, yeah. but, uh, I'm just taking myself back to like when I was a skater. If anybody gave me any reason why my product wasn't selling, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have accepted it. I would have blamed the sponsor, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, but not selling. Like maybe yeah. a, a limited. Like your board wasn't in the line. I know, but time I, I would. Like I that. would have taken that. I was like, dude, you're leaving me out for sure. Even totally. if you had a conversation about why the logistics of it, what's selling, like it dep- everything, it would have depended on the age. When I was oh, younger, for sure. N- no way. Like you know. Let's see, DVS, no way. Etnies, no way. DC, yes. Mm. So that a, that's like at the tail end, right? When did I write for DC? Five, it was like my last five years. Okay. okay. So I, I would say, I mean, let's chop it up as like, shit, I don't know. First 10 years, it would have been tough. Maybe the last mm. two years exactly. I could have pulled. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. At least for me, like, dude, I was a pro skateboarder. Like, there was ego involved. There was like, yeah, I'm yeah, the man, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't ever want well, to hear were, that it wasn't me. The, you were a big name back then at that point. Yeah, too. that's true. So that's, yeah, that's true. but I, you know what though, it, it, it would have been harder for me to hear being left out of a series than a product not selling that much. Well, mm-hmm. listen, I think that it definitely happens to because that's what trends in skateboarding. Like, your shape might not sell. Well, I don't even think well, it's that. I think the it'd be like change my fucking shape. Yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think looking at like it's me, Doves, Kelly. Chris, and I'm the only one not in the series. I'm looking at my friends who are also kind of competition, going, "Why are these go? How come I didn't get it? Now I feel left right, out, right? Yeah, right, right?" And my whole career, all I ever wanted to feel was wanted, right? Sure. I wanted the company, and I wanted to feel like the company wanted me. And when you get left out of things, you don't feel that, right? Now I have a completely different understanding, right? But because nobody's like, telling you, you why you got left out. No, no, no. Nobody's telling me when you got left out. That's true, but. I think before I understood the business side of it, even if somebody was telling me that, I don't know if I would have totally understood it. Right. Yeah. You know, right, because right, I think right. I could have come up with enough excuses to think I was proving them wrong, even though I don't think that was true. Yeah. But like, until you have to worry about bringing in enough revenue to cover your expenses and what names actually sell, and you talking about forecasting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, some people sell more boards than others. 100%. Right? Yeah. And yeah. when you're creating a series as a business, you typically want to sell as many of that product as possible. So you're looking at your options, right? I could sell a thousand Chris boards. I can sell a thousand Roger boards. I could sell 50 Mikey boards. Sorry, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> Go on with these two on but this at least one. Yeah, 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 at least yeah. now you're in the series. Yeah, but now I'm at least in the series. Yeah. But maybe the, if there's five Mikeys that can only sell 50, I'm not going to put all five at 50. Yeah. You sure, know? sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Communication, the hard part, what I think we were talking about earlier, as far as like most skaters just want to skate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if th- the business side is. But it also happens, you know, this happens kind of like you were saying, like a little later down the line, yeah. right? Because there's companies, there's always new bloods coming in and new kids and generations change yeah. and stuff like that. So 
the older guys kind of you know get into a different yeah. vision yeah so to speak yeah you know? they start working smarter yeah yeah, yeah. starting tiktoks and shit, that's what i'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey work smarter not harder right yeah yeah. Is that what they say? Yes, that's yeah. what they say. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah. yeah, that's tough, man. No, skateboarding is an interesting world, especially when you start looking in, you get older, and you start seeing the the business side of it. And then when we own a business yeah. inside of skateboarding yeah. and like, yeah. how do we grow? How do we do this? Like, obviously having skaters on every week is and it's like it goes back to like the danny duncans and the chris chans and the andrew hubermans and stuff like that that we have on the podcast that could elevate us yeah. and then we get some people are stoked some people aren't yeah so it's like a double do you, it's a very interesting position to be in yeah it's like how do you navigate that yeah because we want to do it for the culture yeah 100 percent. that's right but that's right same time that's right we got to stay in business to be able to do it for the culture. I think that's the hardest part about business and skateboarding. Yeah. Is yeah. that you want to stay true to the culture. And and kind of what Roger said, that's typically the small demographic of your audience. Mm -hmm. And then you got to freaking make money to stay alive. And that's the balance you're playing. And that's what's yeah. tough, right? Yeah. It's because sometimes what happens is like you, we have sponsors mm -hmm. and different things. And then people start questioning, well, why do they have that? You know, why are they doing, oh, they're just selling, they're just money grabbing and stuff like that. And then you're like, well, no, no, let's look at this in a different light, right? We want to support skateboarding. We want to support companies and skateboard companies. And we all know some skateboard companies don't have a lot of money, yeah. right? So what are we going to go out? We're going to go and charge the little guy thousands of dollars to do this thing? No, yeah. we're going to charge the big boy yeah. ten, uh, thousands and thousands of dollars so that we can support yeah. the other little guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's why, you know, and we don't always do stuff like that. Yeah. But when it comes around, it's like, man, this is a lot of fucking time and money to run this fucking thing that's right it's that's crazy right. people right. don't realize that so i give them the benefit it's just you know yeah. it's cool i understand you yeah. just comment you know whatever yeah. but yeah i feel you I totally feel imagine you. if your business had a comment section <laughs> well I mean, <laughs> wow. we, we have an instagram a youtube a tiktok a, you know yeah, you in do. some no, regard so you, it do. Does. so you do okay yeah, and Summer Guard does have a comment right, section. right 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 and yeah. so does every other business out there so if you have something yeah. to say you can go say you it. got a yelp yeah if you're on Yelp, it's a huge uh, Yeah. Well, yes and no. Mm. Uh, like properties that we have will be on Yelp. Ah, okay. But the business doesn't have a Yelp, actually. Mm. But that's interesting, though, because if you swoop up a property... We don't that... brand our properties the company, though. Gotcha. But that property could have bad Yelp reviews. Oh, How oh, do you... oh, 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 oh. I, okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For it's all sure. the way a problem. You do you hire people to help you with that. Get good comments or uh, good responses. Because, yeah, having bad Yelp reviews will change your business. No yeah, now, it's a little bit different, like, a restaurant or a, or a service where it's, like, you know, maybe more experience-based. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, you're going to get people that are pissed off. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just natural. It's going to happen. But, like... Just if they had a bad day. On something like storage... Uh, if you're running a poor operation, then maybe, yeah, you'll get reviews. Right. But it's not that crazy to run a good operation <laughs> on storage, yeah. you know? Like, no, uh, no AC. But, like, it, it, apartment buildings, you could, you, it, you'll you see more reviews sure. poorly oh, on sure, apartment sure, buildings, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then it's all based on property management, you know? Right, right. So it affects the, the investment, but as far as the Yelp reviews, it highlights more the property manager, even though it impacts the investor. What's that one thing? Is it called neighbor or? Oh, dude, gosh. I'll get like emails from like. Yeah. No, it's 
next door next door next door yeah. and i'm like oh my it's the worst god app. yeah Ugh. and i get it i don't know why it looks around here a lot of people it's are psycho. saying shit. Yeah, it's psycho. It's psych. Stay away from that app, dude. Yeah, Gosh, I get like notification through an email, and it'll be like, emails. My every property day, manager's bro. the worst. Above, I'm like, yeah, but you're living also like if you're in like a, a suburb or something or like a little neighborhood. I'm in a neighborhood. Is it suburb, crazy? Crazy. We will what? not what? go on that thing. What's going on? Like, what? Give me some examples. What's going on there? Like, are they talking about like the next door neighbor not having this oh. lawn? Cut? Yeah, it's it's it's. In my perspective, it's a platform built for people to complain in your neighborhood. Yeah. So like Instagram world, right? Like, dude, there's a good chance I never see you in real life ever. On next door, I'm walking by your house all the freaking time. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a social platform that makes people feel like they could say whatever they want with no uh, you know, impact to their life, except you do have an impact. I'm living with you. Yeah. Yeah. You're my neighbor, right. you know? So like My girl uses uh, the next door app all the time, but she uses it to find like um Handyman and Little stuff deal. like that. Yeah, so I think it works great for stuff like that. I right. agree with you. Yeah. It just at least and maybe it's my neighborhood. I don't know, but it seems like the highlights are always like the complaint groups. Oh yeah. And gosh, will they go in? And when someone goes in, then it just empowers the next. And right. like Dog one, took one a of shit our on my lawn. one of our neighbors. Uh, Here's a video uh, footage of it. Right. One of our neighbors. Well, there's two parts. Now I don't won't go on it anymore, but I'm just now hearing what he's saying. He's renovating his house, right? And we live in this community. It's like. It's an Eichler community. It's like these really cool retro designed homes. Mm -hmm. And uh, dude, he took one that was pretty gross and he painted it black, right? Like a like a real matte black. And Whoa. like there's a lot of like wood accents. It's cool looking, yeah. right? I'm seeing a lot of that style. It's though. sick looking. But there's a lot of people in our neighborhood that are older, uh, right? Okay. And they don't understand it. They're like, you're ruining our neighborhood. You, I can't believe you painted this house black. And so like... That would just be one example of everyone going in on this dude's house. The last, the last one I remember is like some one of our neighbors got chickens, right? They got chickens. They were making their own eggs, right? Like <laughs> you know, and dude, people were not stoked because these things wake up and they're a little bit loud. <laughs> yeah, they were not stoked. And it was yeah. just like I think what it is is it, it's very easy for you to move past the gosh, this chicken's waking up and we're hearing it to these are terrible owners. These people need to die. Yeah, go, it goes oh so far God. off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, and then they to yeah. see each other outside yeah and it's like you I, I think that's just one of the cons of social media it's like really easy to bring out our worst yeah. you know that's you so, don't yeah i don't like that one but then again it's like i think certain platforms just incentivize more bad behavior that's than good true. i think twitter i think it's really easy to be bad oh, on twitter for sure, yeah. for sure. It's, it's just easier to be your worst on twitter yeah. instagram i think it's a little bit easier to be better yeah you know yeah i mean you're kind of like held accountable because like people know who you are usually yeah, and I think this the, the, yeah, I think the thing about a, Twitter. I think about to... I think about Twitter all the time. Actually, I don't like Twitter. Uh, I think the fact that it's limited characters mm. makes you on this like just let me get to the point quick. Yeah. And you know when people read things, it's it's really easy to misunderstand their tone or whatever. Totally. Right? Yeah. At least on Instagram, it's like for the most part, it's videos, and then you have your caption. But it's I don't know easier to capture what you're actually trying to do. Right. Yeah. right, right, right. Anyway, how's the uh, the TikTok comments? Are they just as well? It's, it's different. It's mm. different. The reason I say that, TikTok's algorithm is incredible. It's yeah. way better than Instagram's. Right. And TikTok's algorithm is they put your video out to a small group of people. 
Gotcha. And if there's a certain ad or a certain percentage watch of that small people, then they put it to a bigger group. Then right. they put it into a bigger group. Then it goes full blown viral. Right? Kind of like YouTube's algorithm in kind a certain, of. certain extent. Kind of, yeah. But then you have the ability to hyper focus it on a niche. This is where it starts getting powerful, right? So if I'm going to create a piece on tax efficiency, right? I can put hashtags and those hashtags are going to be that focus group, right? Mm. But now you can do things like direct it towards a group that is not going to like your content and a group that will like your content. Oh, so wow. then you get action in the comments, 50% hate it, 50% <laughs> love it, right? Which gets this stuff out there. Yes. And so uh, I do that. Okay. <laughs> so in doing that, dude, I get crazy comments. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just what it is. But uh, but you want that. It's like I'm doing it on yeah, purpose. Well, like, I want, Are you I monetizing want, your TikTok? I monetize it different than most. I, I, I bring attention on our business. So yeah. I, I always look at my social media as like, this is a good way for me to show people what right. I'm doing over here. Right. But I don't do like brand deals. Because uh, yeah. I know like TikTok will pay you to make content. Yeah, it's like really- Joey's it's, doing really well with it. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm in like the creator fund. Mm -hmm. It's like nothing. Mm. It's like, I don't know. I think I get like 80 bucks a month and that's on like millions of views. Yeah. So it's really wow. small in comparison to YouTube. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever tried to take you those videos you do and put them on a YouTube channel and start like something like that? Yes. You were dabbling with YouTube for so a while my, with your podcast. Yeah. So my yeah yeah. So, uh oh. Uh, here we are, guys. Uh, I put all my TikTok on Instagram, so yep. I'm doing yep. all my TikTok on Instagram Reels, sure. right? On YouTube, they have YouTube Shorts now, yep. where YouTube Shorts is actually like they're, they're putting a lot of gas it's towards popping, it. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about my YouTube, I kind of let my YouTube just be out there and I hadn't put content out for like two years and so there's a lot of people that are on my YouTube that don't even know this is what I do now yeah and so I just started filming some videos to just help uh brace mm. the user hey guys for what's coming uh this is what I'm gonna start putting out there don't panic this is what has happened right. and then I'll start putting all my TikToks on YouTube shorts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but that would be a way yeah, to do it. And then, should. dude, if I had a product, then that would be a good way. We just don't have a product true, like true, that. True, true, yeah. true, true. Uh, your product's information, though. Yeah, and I, I, think that's I, I should say product. this. Yeah, yeah I should say, we don't have a product that we sell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say is the best way to say 100%. it. It'll come in time, though. If we did, then yeah. I could monetize it maybe more like others. Yeah, I just think that, the, man, these these platforms are great, you know? Yeah, we were I just agree. talking about utilizing YouTube and stuff like that, and there's just ways now to do that, Yeah, you know? I agree. It's, uh, it's totally a, agree. Anybody have any experience on this Discord? Grind? Yeah, oh, yeah, we have a Discord. Dude, yeah. uh, our, our nine club Discord is pretty good. Definitely. Yeah, monetizing it? Uh, no, we're not monetizing it. Okay, guys, ready for this one? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm in TikTok influencer house, mm -hmm. right? Fifteen people. The oldest one's twenty four. Okay. Okay, so you're the dad. The oldest one than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm full blown dad. They call sure, me dad, right? Sure. And uh, I'm hearing about their businesses, and and this one girl. Uh, was saying their main business is a Discord, hmm. right? Okay. Her Discord's been here a year. She's yep. already made a oh, 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 1.2 million netted wow. to her okay. from the Discord. And I, I had never even heard of Discord prior to this. I'm oh, like, it's what? A, it's an amazing the, thing. Wow. Oh my gosh, I was tripping. What the hell is she doing? I know. So, so she does it around uh, financial information and she's hyper-focused on stocks mm -hmm. and she's a day, she does day trading. Mm. Shit, that might even be too much information. Uh, nobody would know. Okay, so... Uh, She'll basically be the person that people go to to find out why things are happening. And okay. she'll kind of like, hey, this is why this is moving, mm. blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people that have gotten into the group that are kind of the, what do you want to call it? 
uh, I don't want to say leaders, but that's the only thing I could think of of explaining it. Mm. Uh, moderators. Moderators, boom, yep, that's yep, a good yep. one. And then they start working in where they're like adding value to the group. Right. And then it just, you create this community and it sounds like a pretty rad one that you can make yeah. money on. But how is she monetizing that? She charges people to get in. So uh, basically there's three okay. levels right, right, of right, right, right. payment Maybe. and that's based yeah. on how much content you can get. Yeah, for, like we have a, we have our own Discord. Um, this is verified. It's a nine club Discord. It's uh, about, about 3,000 members or something like that. Do you guys charge we, people to no, be in it? No, 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 So that's no, no, what no. she it's would do, It's a skateboarding. Right? It's different though. I you agree. Are, you as well I, know. I totally agree. Having skateboarders to come into our community. Totally agree. That's why we have it. So but she's putting out content specifically on discord yeah yeah that's it's kind of like is. her patreon it's, yeah, it's exclusive yeah. content on go. discord and yeah. a lot of people do that there's a lot of like hey support right yeah. so if you have certain categories in a discord so categories channels all that stuff they act as like you know like forums yeah. right so everybody's chatting and whatever so they'll be like locked forums locked channels so if somebody wants to you know, pay for this, then you connect that to your Discord, which yeah. unlocks these other channels. So maybe we leave it at this one. For anyone watching, there's yeah. an opportunity out there with there, these discords. There is. There <laughs> if is. you can create a community and exclusive content, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. It's interesting. Because there's, a, like you said, a year ago, like Discord? Yeah, what totally. the hell? I mean, we're just learning about it right now. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's totally insane. insane. Yeah, totally. Started insane. with video games. Yeah, right? Isn't mm -hmm. like a Twitch platform? or it, was... it just started as a video game for, for people to connect in there, well, I believe. Instagram started for photography and yeah, TikTok true. started for dance. So Right, yes. right. Yeah. TikTok, what was it called before? Musical.ly, I think. Musical.ly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wasn't it, wasn't it called Musical.ly? Right. Yeah, it was. I, I heard of that. I didn't know that was the... It was. Yeah, then they changed yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember the first... You know the first person told me about TikTok? Was Heath. Heath Brinkley. He's like, you got to get on TikTok. And I was with Paul. We were in Colorado for uh, Zoomies trip. And I looked at Paul and he goes, don't go anywhere near it. I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, there's like people like, you know, sex predators on there. He's talking crazy, right? And I'm like, whoa, Heath. Like, <laughs> for real? He was so early on it, though. He was like, no, dude, this platform's going to turn into something. And then I think it took me another year or year and a half. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. But he right. was on that super early. Huh. Wow. You enjoy it? Um, I guess well, in other words, like, I, I don't. It's, I don't enjoy I the use, social media. Yeah, I so use it differently than most. It's hard for me does, to it, does it work for you? I don't use it as a as yeah. a. I don't. I try not to be a consumer. Would it be a consumer on it? If I just pick up the app to look at it, mm -hmm. dude. Seriously, forty five minutes will just go away. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's easy psycho. to suck you in. Yeah. yeah. So I try not to use it in that regard. Really, I I just try to basically create stuff and then put it on there. I like what TikTok's doing as far as helping get the message out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me right now, it's the best one than maybe YouTube. I think right. those are, are the two power players right now. Mm -hmm. But dude, I use them all. It's like LinkedIn, sure, Facebook. Sure, sure, I sure. never go on Facebook. No. Yeah, never Facebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe when you get older, you'll go on Facebook. I don't 65. know, dude. I don't know. I mean, no, look, Instagram will probably be the new Facebook in what? Five years? That's true. So that'll be the same. Right. Yeah, wait, what do you do on LinkedIn? I never well, use LinkedIn. It, it, my idea with LinkedIn was, okay, here's a business platform that like I could create content like I am out here and be a little bit more focused on having like a business niche. But what I found with LinkedIn is like, dude, it's just a bunch of people wanting to sell me something. Like yeah. it's so rare that I find anyone other than, hey, I love your business. We're great at, you know, digital uh, marketing and we could scale your business i'm like i'm not in that business what are you talking about and it's, so mm -hmm. it's a bunch of bots mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of people selling so I, I don't see a big return from it but i still post on it 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wasn't it initially for, based on what LinkedIn did, did in the beginning? Wasn't that just to kind of like put your kind resume. of resume out there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? And now and it's get jobs from into, there. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was like, look, dude, if there's a bunch of people in business yeah. looking at content, okay, let me put out some real estate content mm. and have somebody figure out that, oh, these guys are doing something cool in real estate. Sure. How do I get plugged with him? And then now all of a sudden we have a new lead for an investor. Yeah. Right. That was my thought process. <laughs> we get more leads from TikTok than anything. TikTok is the one. Yeah. Crazy. LinkedIn, wow. nothing. I don't think I've ever gotten one lead from LinkedIn. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. TikTok's the one. I just started TikTok, and I'm I'm just looking into it. I don't really know what I'm doing, but we could give. I could give a quick tutorial. It's not hard at all. Yeah. Okay, but just, it's a different audience. We just started posting a couple nine club things on there. You should. It's, a test. it's hard though because yeah, I think we actually answer. need like an editor. You yeah, know, that could put those things together yeah. and yeah. post them. Take yeah. little snippets out of this episode. Yep, stuff like that we talk about. It's tough though. Three minutes. We have a kind of long form conversation sometimes, but yeah. But you know what though? You don't don't use it as means to get long form content out. Right? No, 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 no. Use That's it not as a grab short, to get you yeah. to watch the whole thing. Right. Right. You know? Right. 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 So you take like you know moment like this, like let's just say like dude, dude, P Rod is the worst skater ever. I can't believe that guy went any right. And then we spin <laughs> off. Dude, I hate when people say that. And then you just use that little clip. Mikey yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah. thinks P Rod's the worst skater ever. <laughs> <laughs> Total clickbait, stuff. <laughs> Total clickbait stuff. Total clickbait stuff. You know. Yeah, and that's interesting. That's where I think we need some people to help yeah. us with that. Yeah, and, and then that tough. dude, just get in with the kids. Yeah. I mean, dude, you yeah. don't think some kid would be stoked to edit content for the Nine Club and be around you guys? That's huge. Yeah. Of course they would. That's true. I think it'd be fun to have some sort of creators. Um, Creating animations and just shit like that. One, oh, wow. One thousand percent. Well, that's where we've Discord, been talking about that for a while. That's where Discord comes in. Yeah. Because what we what I utilize Discord for for our nine club is like our experience show. We have a section for Jerron called Budget or Buttery. People post Ooh. in that channel what they want I to know that. what Jerron thinks <laughs> is Budget or Buttery. So they'll be like, oh, wooden tables with a coffee stain on it. You know, is that Budget or Buttery? Yeah. You know. I love that. Stuff like that. And then what I, we, we recently started doing was asking people for sound bites yeah. of our experience yeah, show. Totally. So now they're contributing yep. to their show that they like. The yeah. biggest thing I've Hopefully learned is it. when you can get people that feel like they're helping in the process and yeah. a part of it, that's the most powerful thing you can do. Okay. So it's like... You know, yeah. I think for us, we're like, gosh, a kid would just want to come here and like help well, us edit. Well, also, for... I, I, there's a part of me that just like, I, I don't want to take advantage of people. Okay, too. So, uh, that's, I mean? okay, so I have this conversation with my wife all the time, Yeah. right? Because we talk about bringing on interns, et cetera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, so you're trying to tell me that when you were 17 years old, you wouldn't go do anything to be around Eric Costin? And I was like, I would have done anything, anything. Anything in the world I, mean, I would have done. True. Yeah, right? That's true. So it's like, how many kids are like that out there that get to see all of these pro skateboarders because you get all of you guys and then the guest. Right. Dude, heck yeah. yeah. yeah and then that's yeah, opportunity yeah. for them to meet people, to learn something. Yeah, so I get think their foot in the door. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of these people too, they don't live in California as well. So they, it would be more of a. Uh, if I lived in Nebraska and somebody told me I could do whatever. Uh, whatever Eric Costin needs to be involved with him, I would have moved out. I would have been home. I would have done whatever it took to be around that dude. How do you think Eric would have felt if some if you moved all the way here from Nebraska just to help him? Depends if I made his life better. As long as you're happy, and doing I was it, happy. Yeah. If you're what if Eric me? met you and you didn't like you, and he just uh, sent you back to Nebraska? Then I took my shot. Okay. But think about it, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> sleep Hey, hey, what's the MJ quote? You miss 100 percent of the shots that's you don't true. shoot. That's yeah. true. And yeah. maybe he said that. Maybe I just made him. No, up. no, no it's true. But like yeah. that's a skateboarder's mentality. We sleep on the couch. We sleep on the floor just to go skate. That's what I'm saying. As long as you're happy, that makes to go skate. I don't care what I have to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. we're already so comfortable being miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Been doing that. I know. I know. 
Ron, can we have a couple interns sleep over at your house? Sure. Okay. I've actually thought about that before. It, it, because it's a little bit different than skating, but like we talk about money, right? Sure. And by far, the biggest thing you see from people is that they just don't think it's possible, right? I'll never have this. I'll right. never be able to do that. Right. And and I, I haven't made up my mind on it yet. Jen doesn't, doesn't like it. But I want to see if like I could bring somebody around me for like, I don't know three months six months like live it see and they, see if you could change somebody's outlook totally that would good. then Definitely. i think you could totally too good, yeah. for sure i think you could too so i told jim like hey what do you think like we bring somebody that person in is like totally into it that's what i'm saying yeah. it's like bringing in a Outgoing foreign exchange student or something yeah, yeah exactly but she didn't feel totally comfortable with it at, at that time but we have little babies yeah, well you're bringing somebody into maybe if they didn't live at your house yeah they were you know you got them a little apartment yeah but i got this like idea like let's see let's show them the whole thing right whole thing family life yeah that's why you have kids that's a show right there i think it's a show but like dude the, the thing about business, right? It's so easy to see somebody that succeeds a business and sucks everything else, mm -hmm. right? Like, I, I kind of want to show somebody at all. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, you're going to be an entrepreneur. You're going to start a business, and it's going to be lonely, and you're going to have challenges with separation with the family, and blah, blah. Like, this is what it's actually like, looks like, and how to. I think it could be cool. Yeah. You yeah, ever but, thought about writing a book? Yeah, I think I'm getting pretty close. Yeah, I, I mean, think being a, being a skateboarder and then trans transitioning to what you're doing now i think that's a fucking yeah gnarly dope story i want to do you i do want to do it uh, the idea i have right now and maybe we'll use this as maybe people can leave comments and say i like this idea let's okay, tweak this okay. but i almost want to make a book around finance but like through a skater's eyes mm -hmm. right yes. so like w we say things so different and one thing i found at least for the people that have followed me through kind of the whole process is like dude for whatever reason when you say it it's easy for me to understand right. and you're speaking my language right yes so like i almost want to like try to see if i could take these like maybe complex scenarios mm -hmm. and break them down in full-blown skate talk yeah totally and yeah. make it so that like a skater could leave not knowing anything about money and finish knowing all about personal finance about stocks bonds alternatives tax etc yeah. broad and direct yeah. and i think that's great because when we you, you know andrew huberman He's a neuroscientist. Yes, yes. He uh, yes. he grew up skating. Yep. He grew up skating at the EMB. He came on our show. He was breaking down stuff in kind of layman's terms and skate talk. Yeah. You know, and it it made it so comfortable to digest and understand. Because first of all, you you trust him. Yeah. Right. He's right. a skater. That's right. It's the same ilk. Right? right. And then it just made it a lot more consumable. Yeah. Where you um, walked away feeling like you learned something, oh right? Oh my God, sure. 100,000%. That's right. 100,000%. And listen, I listen to people on other podcasts. Come, I've listened to Huberman on it. It's interesting. But when you're talking to yeah. them in your own language yeah. and you trust them, yep. like it's a fucking world of difference. I agree. Right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, so that's what I was thinking. So I, I took a little, uh, I read, or you said something about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh -huh. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start, like, start listening to it. But immediately there was a bunch of terms that were like thrown out, and I was like, "What the fuck? I don't even know what he's talking about." Yeah. And so someone like you to come in and kind of like, "Hey, this is what this all means." Yeah. As a skateboarder, we just lived in this little pigeonhole. We don't know what the hell freaking. I don't. I don't yeah. Know to say some crazy term. Yeah, maybe it's a rich dad poor dad skate version. Yeah, go. totally. It's a gateway yeah. drug. Yeah. But right? a lot of people that don't. I mean, it doesn't have to be a skateboarder to listen to something like no, that. No, but either. what I found is like, at least for me, right, like. Skaters, for the most part, like, dude, we don't go to school. Like, we, we so learn through experience, right? 
And I think there's a different way to communicate for that type of person versus the book smart person, totally. right? So knowing that like, dude, we don't typically learn by sticking our face in a book. That takes a different type of delivery and I needed that delivery when I learned, mm-hmm. right? Like one of the mm-hmm. blessings I had was, was, his name was Randy. He would come into my life and he would start talking to me and when I didn't understand what he was saying, I would always say, dude, I need you to explain that to me as a skater. I need you to, I don't understand what you're saying. And so I just had somebody that would take the time and go, okay, this is what this means. And this is, you know, so it's like, I think there's value in that. Definitely. And the thing you- breaking things down for people. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the thing with like, you know, it's finance business with finance more than anything. It's like people use terms to make themselves feel like, you know, this is our thing and the barrier to entry is- is you know really really high and if you want access you need us to do it for you mm-hmm. right it, that was a big complaint about like financial advisors for a long time it's like they would communicate so they'd make you feel like you would never understand you need so them. then give me your money and i'll manage it right now it's not to say anything bad about financial advisors there's some really good ones out there but that was the frustration for a while yeah. right and now you're starting to see people go no like you're seeing like crowdfunding for information come together right like the wall street bets guys right like dude this is a bunch of people like how does this work i need to know and then let's go do this you're seeing that more and more so i think there is this opportunity in this moment of like let's actually figure out how to do it ourselves sure, like yeah. it's almost like the you're seeing like a rise of like popular it's like the populist rise in this moment right it's like mm-hmm. You're seeing all these people come together and figure it out for themselves and remove the gatekeeper. I like that. Yeah. yeah totally. You know? Totally. So. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're creating something. Give yeah. us, honestly, if you can leave feedback on this one, I would love it. If that's something that uh, any of the listeners would. Personally, I would hey. love if you did that, man. Like, yeah. To create something like that. Well, Kelly, leave it in the comments. Okay? I will. Because all the comments will help the algorithm yeah. get the episode out there. Definitely. Yeah. We more have a YouTube more, channel. You know, so we say like, subscribe, love, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Say if, you, if you put like, this on TikTok, this, that, that section on TikTok, what would you hashtag it? You'd hashtag it to get people to, to get it out there. Yeah, to get, <laughs> How would I get this out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I would probably do a video talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Probably I would do like an elite type of video. Like the elites run the show, they don't want this mm. information getting out here. They're, you know, maybe like <laughs> highlight different like challenges that like people face bear to entry and then i'd probably hashtag like socialism and capitalism i think mm-hmm. oh wow okay mm-hmm. and then, suck and then right financial there. literacy <laughs> and then investing right yeah, yeah and then you would get like you know this whole freaking energy yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i think which so. is great for you well then it's just a bunch of people they're like watching it and look the thing about content right like if you can if you can trigger or capture emotion that's what engages and creates viral videos, yes, right? Absolutely. So and those comments can help you create more content. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Yeah. Most of my best videos come from like somebody leaving a comment, me going, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure, sure, sure. So, Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta be careful with that too. Like you go down a slippery slope with that one too. And you're just like like Rich Dad Poor Dad, like Kiyosaki. He he's I, I think he's awesome. His book did a lot for me. But like he's definitely that dude that's like doomsday everything. Mm. Right? The market is crashing tomorrow. Sell everything. You're never and you're like, dude, are you saying that just to make something viral? And I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, right. so you gotta be care- be careful with it, you know. Right. But, Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like yeah. for in skate community, right? Uh if if TikTok existed, I would post a video of myself and I would put like 
what was the big message boards? It slap. I'd hashtag slap message boards. You know, I'd hashtag like. What was it? I would hashtag all these people that I knew didn't like me, right? right. And then hashtag groups that did, and then have oh, all that. Yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. But that. dude, I, I couldn't do that back then. That would have broke me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have broke me yeah. totally, totally. That's, nowadays, you could laugh at it. It's, just, it's just, funny. Once you get older, you stop yeah. caring so much. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Man, Mikey Taylor. Hey. Come hey. back anytime. Dang, come I appreciate it. Look, I love and chat every time us. I do this. I love this. Bro, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so yeah. fun. Good times, bro. Yeah. Do you enjoy watching the skate clips? A little reminisce? I do. Yeah. This is my favorite one, though, on your corner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Lance Mountain drew that. Did he? Yeah. He made, Lance Mountain made me a flip book oh, of my Switch good. Flip Manny. We scanned it in. That's good. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, the, the highlight for me, and this is not to, I love every single one of you equally, but seeing the DVS clips and then being next to Jerron, yes. that yeah. one brought back a lot of memories That's just right. from trips that. that we went on. Right. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right that was right. awesome. My guy. Hell yeah. That was awesome. That was Skate more was a great video. Man. Yeah, it was. Skate more. That was one of my favorite times. All the trips we used to go on. It was so just fun, so man. fun. And he's the reason I got on DVS. We didn't oh, yeah. say that, but he's the reason. Okay. I called him and said, I, I S to, um, now I'm going on a tangent. No, S, no, S told me I was never going to get a shoe. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is over. And Jerron asked me a couple years prior when I was a kid when they're flowing Paul. He's like, hey, dude, I, I think there, I think there's an opportunity for you on DVS. Okay. And I chose S. And I remember like, shit, I'm going to call Jerron and go, dude, is there still an opportunity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that but, door's always open. And I called him. He was like, dude, let me call Gav. And then seriously, Gav's on the phone with me the next day. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The times. Look at Jerron. Huh? Yeah. Look Putting things together. Yeah. I, I try. Man. I try. That's so uh, sick. found a lot of talent out there. Oh, yeah. One of my Rogers. one of my favorite talents I've found is Jeremy Rogers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so sick. That's right. I love that. But guy. even Jeremy, man, like even the trips that were so crazy were so fun. Fuck yeah, they were so fun. Super fun. Oh. Dude, it's never a dull moment ever. No, the Oz trip, the Spain trip when you walk around with a butter knife. <laughs> oh <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, oh. like we were leaving a, a, a club late night and. He had a butter knife, and someone pulled out a real knife on that dude, and or a gun, and he fucking <laughs> took off. Oh, Jeremy! Yeah, because yeah. he tried to pull out a butter yeah. knife on somebody. Yeah, a butter knife. A butter yeah. knife. A butter knife. Yeah, he's so silly. Okay, and, and <laughs> that dude did not have that. And he yeah. took out a gun, and Jeremy was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Random. Yeah, wow. Some good times. Wow. Some good times. More stories to come. More stories to come. We'll save it for another episode. That's right. Oh, we'll bring out the juicy stuff next time. Do you I hit think. him with a like, follow, and all that? Uh, sometimes depends on more of on our experience show, uh -huh. you know, but, uh, you know, talking about this with you, it's like, yeah, all that stuff matters. It doesn't yep. matter if most of, you know, we get a couple, we get a, a bunch of likes. The dislikes matter too. It all matters. What's your ratio? Do you think? Is it an average it's ratio? 99% likes. Poof, that's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, what's funny though, is when you have a guest on here that doesn't live in this world. And you, if you were to go, oh yeah, like and subscribe, they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. someone like you, you understand. But yeah. it's also like yeah. the YouTube, that it's ingrained in our in our brains too. Yeah. The YouTube. We started yeah. doing it as a company every time. And I was I didn't like doing it at the beginning. And yeah. do you see the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. We, on our highlights channel, we do Good. something. We have a little thing at the end. Good. But, uh, but yeah, like and subscribe. Comment to Mikey Taylor. Leave yeah. a lot of comments. Here we yeah. go. Let's 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 test this theory start. out. This is where it starts. Yeah. Let's test this out. Yeah. Let's Just say hi out. in the comments. <laughs> Just say hi, hello, or Just no, or yes. Spell out Mikey Taylor. Word go. Letter by letter. First person to do it wins. Yeah. There you go, right. man. That's Mikey right. Taylor, everybody. Thank you. Huh? Yes. Thank you guys. Okay.